0: Welcome to Probably Science. This is the voice of Andy, the looks, Wood. Oh, getting right into it. <laughs> it
1: right into it.
2: <laughs> what a uh, review. What what a review. Yeah, we, we got a great review last week. From, uh, from AV Club. Sorry, this is the brain. Matt Kirshen that's speaking. the brain, Matt Oh, <laughs> uh, To my left. Go fuck yourself, Matt. That is <laughs>
3: oh, such a
2: wild card move. That's oh, Jesse, wild Jesse, Jesse—the wild
3: card case coming, coming at you. No,
2: sorry, so that, I think the brains well, just means the English. The, Eng- the English it just means accents. you have an English accent, right? But I'll take it. I'll we should bring in it. our
0: guest so he can he can contribute to this.
2: Uh, Very excited. This is the 150th episode. Wow. Oh yeah. yeah. Good this call. Is a special event. Good call. And a guest that I've wanted on the show for a long time. One of my favorite comics. One of your favorite comics. If you have any sense about yourself. <laughs> He's out of oh, here.
4: Thought I, thought
1: about oh, I thought he was
0: coming across the room to hug you. Some people,
4: but just don't worry. All right. Here I am. Hi, everybody. Now here. I'm ready. It's <laughs> Mr. Todd Glass. Hey, it's Todd Glass, everybody. I brought my own, uh, you know, music board. Say, say who it is again.
2: It's Todd Glass, everyone.
4: Now say it again. <laughs> <laughs>
3: It again. Uh, 150th episode We have a great guest He's one of our favorite comics One of your favorite comics If you have any sense in comedy at all It's, uh, it's Todd Glass
4: <laughs> Thank you everybody It's good to be here I want to say that I'm very excited to be a part Of the 150th episode <laughs> And I'm going to be professional and talk about things that I've never talked about on other podcasts.
3: I love that we're finally doing. Of course, my dream for for three years a a podcast on horseback. (laughs) And this is great because we we we're still in downtown L.A. I'm
2: surprised we all managed to fit on the same horse. I know one horseback. Yeah, Uh, they gave a bulk rate in renting it though.
4: Absolutely. Hundred and fifty. How many years is 150 episodes?
2: It's over three years. Because
0: we've had, a, I've had like six or seven bonus episodes.
4: Also. Right. And my spot, my hosting spot,
3: it's a bit like Spinal Tap. There's been like five of them. Like, I'm going to die next, and then they'll get some other guy. Yeah, that
2: all-cool Jesse Case.
3: They are. Oh, but, there's been a third person, not him? There's been, yeah. At first, it was, it was Brooks Whelan. What happened to Brooks? got SNL. Oh, right oh i met i hung out with him in new york and then very yeah. briefly it was gavin peevley we don't really like to talk about that but gavin <laughs> of course what happened with gavin well gavin met his demise pretty quickly Who's um that? he got mad tv and uh, then it, um, i think the gary sharon years mad tv that's not on the air anymore is it i know that's why it's weird that he got it he oh. died <laughs> and then yeah the gary sharon years we don't like to talk about at all oh my god and max silver remember that that was weird I don't um, know the
0: reference on that one.
3: I don't either. I realized as I said it, that's probably someone's real name that people oh. know
2: about. No,
0: Gary Sharon was the guy who was like one album Van Halen lead singer.
2: Oh, really? And oh, he, really? He was the
0: guy from Extreme, More Than Words. Yeah. For one album, he was Van Halen's <coughs> singer. Oh. Yeah. Interesting.
4: Yeah. 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 <laughs> Wow. Well, yeah, well, we're I'm happy we, to be here. Uh, and, and you know what? It's, I, it's something that I, you know, you, I obviously, I've talked about l- loving doing podcasts. So it's yes. always fun. There's no limitations. It's a, it's a, it's a fun vehicle. It's next to stand up. but I th- Except
3: for like visual and, you know. Oh, it's better. Smell. Theater of the
4: Mind. You can't beat that. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Seriously. Theater of the Mind is the, the, the best part about like basically radio. Right, right. But anyway, but I always get nervous. Like, Oh, I've talked have I talked about the same thing on every podcast? I know I've certain things I care about and I don't shut the fuck up about them. And then I thought, Science And when you said, Hey, can you do tonight? I was like, Yep. Excellent. Yeah, there's no yep.
0: risk of anything happening. First of all, I bet there's a lot of our listeners who haven't even heard your stuff yet, because we have a fair number of of people that came to this first as fans of science, not of comedy. Oh. So by the way, we're talking with one of the podcasting pioneers. I didn't mention that.
3: You have been you were in on the ground floor.
4: No one ever feels like they're part. I always feel like after Jimmy Pardo, nobody else is the pioneer. Todd, play
3: the pioneering song again. <laughs> Thank
4: you very much. Uh, say it again. Yeah, hit your
3: cue again, Andy. All right. I'm talking to podcasting pioneer Todd Glass.
4: <laughs> yes, that is true. <laughs> About three years ago, <laughs> I started my own podcast, but before that I did a very Funny pod. There we go. <laughs> Let's not. Let me not use this. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm getting addicted to it already. It's, it's a soundboard for my show for people that are science uh, brought under the from the science world. All of our listeners,
0: um, go check out the Todd Glass show. It's it's the most fun and and uh, calling it freewheeling sounds like to uh, Bob Dylan album. Bob but Dylan album. Me, yeah, yeah. It is. It's like a very. You guys have a... I I was on it last week and I had no idea how involved the production is. You have a live band in the studio with you that can do live music cues. You've written jingles for every person who's a guest in the show with all kinds of like effects that the audience can't even hear it's like a certain it's,
4: You know, it's a, it's such... It, I, I used to say I wanted to create an atmosphere that, like, when comedians are hanging out, but everyone's always tried to do that, and a lot of people fail at it, and I decided about three months ago, it's better than real life, because in real life, when I hang out with my comedian friends, it's, it's a lot of fun, but people are on their phones here and there, not that people are even horrendous with it, because this is sort of work when you do a podcast, yeah. everyone turns their phone off, so you commit 100% to the silliness, yeah. so... To me, like that three hours that I do my podcast once a week is almost. That's why I don't want to stop it. You know, I'm like, no, let's do a fourth hour. I got I to gotta go back to my regular. And not that my regular life is boring, but it's like not as intense of uh, just, you know. Well,
2: you still have a life band for your regular life. I
4: do. I have a
0: <laughs> But you kind of do. Like you've hired a mariachi band for like a grilled cheese party in your backyard.
4: <laughs> I've hired secretive. I've hired mariachi bands to come in out of nowhere at parties and people do not are not ready for it. it is, I always have a cue and I'll be like, you know, I, I tell them, text me when you're here. And, I'll, you know, in the morning of I go over it with I go, if there's three guys, I go, just have everything on. Don't, once you text me, have your hat on, have your, have <laughs> the, sure. and everything, and then and then they text me, they go, we're here, I go, everything, they go, and we're ready to go. And then they walk up the side yard, and they can hear me, and I go, oh, I wish I had a mariachi band, and then you hear, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> and then they come in for like a half an hour, and people are like, what the fuck is going on here? Love it. Anyway. Do you, you just claim that they're just a friend of a friend of someone? They just happen to be walking I by. I think,
2: uh, yeah, I think they're just, they're just dating uh, Elaine. Elaine. I would. I would. I think they're just Elaine's boyfriend.
3: You'd have to. It'd be great to do something so weird where you could actually convince people it didn't happen. <laughs> like the next day, they're like, "Oh, your, I your, used, your party was nice. Mariachi band." You're like, "What the fuck are you talking
4: about?" I had a trumpet like, player. I had pre. I had music playing because I had a friend of mine like was serving as the DJ. You know, he had good music on his computer. He was serving, so we had a few songs ready for this. Hired a, two trumpet players that got on the up on my garage from the back. I had a ladder out there. <laughs> They went out. They they went from the neighbor's house. The same thing. Just you know, during the day we talked about it.
3: Set up your trumpet ladder. Been they, there. Been there. <laughs>
4: they went upstairs And then when we they went up to the top of the garage, I had a spotlight ready to flick it on. Spotlight. It was a cheap clamp-on light. Turn it on. All of a sudden, the middle of the party, it's probably about seventy-five people. The song came on, and then all of a sudden, there's two trumpet players wailing away on the roof. And that's what we. Were, the joke became of the yeah, night. Yeah. They're like, "Where the fuck did you get those trumpet players?" And me and a few other people were like. Yeah. Okay seriously There's no trumpet I don't know what the fuck You're talking about right. Oh yeah you're right uh, I put a ladder Behind the garage and, and they crawled up it Because we planned it yesterday I go You really need to stop smoking really? right. Yeah no 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 You're right There's trumpet players And then they wait five minutes And they go Okay I get the joke seriously But where How the fuck did you plan that And make that all happen I go Okay. Oh well. They. I put a ladder behind the garage, and they <laughs> creeped up it. I love. The, it. I,
3: I. I love it when uh, you have to do something where you're being creepy and weird. So when, when someone calls you, you have to be offended. Like like what I mean is I'll I'll, I'll do this. Sometimes I'm I'm talking to somebody. Uh, maybe I'm t- maybe it's some sort of uh, pre courtship situation. Someone I'm interested in. Right. Mm-hmm. You know. Sometimes they'll uh, reach out and grab your upper arm. Hey, good to see you, you know, and what I do is I um, every time that happens because I because I'm insecure, I always flex really quick because <laughs> I want him to feel a firm arm. I don't want him to feel my yeah. my shitty yogurt arms. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I was I was the other night I was uh, I was talking to a lady up the street at the bar there and um, and I see her come in and it's like slow motion car wreck. Like I do my flex move and she goes, you got really firm arms flex for me. No and, uh, But I'm already flexed So I have to be like What the fuck are you talking about You want me to You want me to showcase my body here You want me to Like you to Just
4: act yeah, fin- I'm just gonna flex for you Meanwhile You're flexing so hard You almost shit in your pants <laughs> No I <the> know
3: <laughs> I'm literally purple faced I'm like what are you What are you talking about Science. shit Science Science <laughs> We always yeah, Sorry, sorry.
4: <laughs> No I'm afraid Someone's gonna listen They go oh Todd Glass He started talking about His trumpet players In his yard again <laughs>
3: No, no, I just I, I think it's great to just accuse them of being the psycho. That's what I'm saying. I'm always a fan coo-coo, of doing that. Cuckoo, cuckoo.
4: <laughs> well, my friends used to do that when I first started smoking pot and they committed to it. They'd go, so, so, do, do, you feel it, feel it, at all, at all, at all. <laughs> and I would go, oh, you got me, I'm so. And, but then they would do it, and after a while, I was outwardly going, oh, I'm so high that I think you're talking double. And they'd go, what, whatever, ever. I, I don't. <laughs> and then after a while, they would commit so much, I go, there's no fucking way they're not doing it, is there? <laughs> but outwardly, I was so brave. I'm like, "You got me," but I really, you at one not, point, was you. like, "Did they?" That was when I first started to smoke. Now I'm. It's not that. Not intense anymore. Sure,
3: sure. Uh, the, the, I find the echo goes away after a couple. Of <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Uh,
2: we ask our guests this every week, mm-hmm. and you guess
4: what? If anything, is your background in science? Well, before we started the podcast, you mentioned that to me, Yeah. so I want to say the first thing that came into my Please. mind, it's all the only way I remember, slag tights and slag mites. Aren't they in caves? Yes. They're in, in That's caves. science, right? There's a, right?
0: like right. a, a mnemonic device to remember which one's which. Yes. You remember what it is.
4: Well, mine were tights are on the top, mites are on the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> like I swear to God, it was like in my head. Yeah, yeah. Am that's I right? Tights are... That's correct, right. yeah. But I had, don't know what was the I other I had way tights that. hang down. That was the...
2: I don't get it. It doesn't really... That, like, it doesn't even make sense. Like from a laundry line? Yeah. Or something, something. Okay, okay.
3: Tights would hang down? I thought
0: they had to just hang on tight. Or else yeah, they'll... That's a, yeah, it's whatever works
2: for you. Yeah, whatever works.
3: So, so that's what I... I have never about. known the difference. No, there's no,
0: no way you'll forget now. No. Except my dad, as a joke, and this isn't even... This is a sub-joke joke. Uh, he would say, stalag mites are on top because they have to hang on with other their mite. So then I can never keep it straight in my head because oh, he's just Oh, why did he do that? With me. Well, a- are, is there other stalag... Shit Why tights are from the bottom tights and From the top
3: No I understand But what I'm saying is Are there other stalag words Why didn't they just make it Two different Totally different words And then you would know
4: oh, cool. Well that's like When they go to the street I, I'm by the way I get this is probably A done bit before But I genuinely It's not like Sometimes you go What's the deal with But sometimes you go No genuinely When they go This street turns into that street Fucking end that Right. And that. Okay, it's Pine Street, but it turns into no reason for that to happen. There's <laughs> right. no fucking reason for that to happen. It can't work. They fix it, change it, give the new street a different name. It shouldn't turn into another street. Can I? Can I? Debil- that, was that, wait, what this? did that have to do with what you said? I thought it did when I said it, but now I can't remember. <laughs> Just give it. them
0: different names. Just and give, them totally different give, names. give them totally
4: different names. Give them different names. Devil's
0: advocate for one second. Yeah. The people have to change their addresses who are on that side of the street once those two streets got joined.
4: You know what? Leave it the way it is. Okay. <laughs> See, I'm very well, quick well, to admit the- I'm wrong. This is, something that, this, is, this is something that bothers me.
3: The L.A. city planners, everything is north, south, east, west, which means that half the people are driving directly into the sun during rush hour at any given fucking time. Um, I think that's a terrible no, idea. Actually, that's not true. The sun is rarely setting directly west. No, I know. But I'm, what I'm saying is it, it should at least be a 45 degree angle. Like, the, you know, all the time when you're on the 101 and it's like everything has to slow down to 10 miles an hour because you're just blinded. You can't even see if it's like around five. Could they prevent that? I think just some angle, some uh, different angling. No, well, I mean I couldn't I mean, now. It sets yeah. in a
0: different place every day of the year for one thing. So it's I understand be, that is a, like
3: a well, move you... the roads every day. That's what I'm that's what I'm oh, trying to say. Is yeah, like you're a rotating, rotating,
0: rotating road point. point. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
4: Get a road situation, <laughs> road moving situation. <laughs> Someone that does they get all be... the logics thrown their way instead <laughs> of just admitting, oh, maybe I was wrong. They go, no, move the roads every day, Andy. <laughs> Andy hello. <laughs>
3: That's my favorite thing. My, I, I think I think you're defining it. My favorite type of comedy is making them the dick.
4: Yeah, that's oh, my favorite.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think my favorite type of that's anything.
4: Most, okay, no, what were you gonna say? I was gonna say that's mostly what me and Roy Scoville do all the time. There's <laughs> always somebody that's the dick, but they're acting like the other person's the dick. You I love know? It. like I'll be like, "Hey, Roy, does your girlfriend? Is she is your wife seeing anybody?" And I'll be like, "Yeah, me." I go, "All right, I don't fucking know. Why are you gotta be an asshole about it?" <laughs> The fuck do I know? He goes, yeah, she's married to me. And then later on the evening, I go, is she? Hey, is she seeing anybody? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still seeing me, Todd. Whoa, someone's got a fucking chip on their shoulder. <laughs> and over to Matt Kershon, ladies and gentlemen. I,
2: I was my favorite character in any kind of comedy. I think is just the well-meaning person doing the worst thing. Like just whenever there's a character just.
0: Who's, I, I can step in and fix this yeah and no, confident d- and completely the wrong. best
2: of intentions and the oh, worst. the confident moron <laughs> the confident moron right. like nothing like the best like nothing made me laugh harder, and I think we might have talked about this before the show, but nothing made me laugh harder uh, uh in recent years than the woman who fixed the jesus painting <laughs> oh my God <laughs> like nothing made me you know that right you're aware of that oh there's a famous piece of art it was a, it was a, it wasn 't even famous, she famous until famous, she but, did this it was like an old uh in a church, painting of Jesus, and it was falling into disrepair, and an, an old woman just took it upon herself to, to fix it. Have you seen this? No, but that would be like fixing
4: the crack on the Liberty Bell in, in Philadelphia. Well, right? that's kind of what it was. And, and uh, then
0: turning the Liberty Bell into a non-bell. It's hilarious. I found out
4: recently,
2: that town, uh, it's actually revived the fortunes of <laughs> the town.
0: Oh, uh, this this story because everyone wants to come see this awful painting. Like
2: yeah, that 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 town wasn't doing great and it has subsequently I know something else about science
4: I just thought of after oh, you done. Go nice. for it Um overload protection. I, is that science? I don't I even know. I learned that in like electric class where there was like some sort oh. of it was physics. I think I learned that in physics.
0: You mean just like in, in like a household circuit or something? You might have some kind yeah, of like
4: if Yeah, like if you have overload protection, which means if something... It didn't used to be that way, but now I remember the teacher saying if something is bad or there's a faulty thing you plug into the wall, overload protection will just shut off the circuit breaker.
2: Right, you'll flip a circuit breaker or blow a fuse or something, so mm. it won't uh, just keep... Okay, so short, I'll show sorry. Todd. So this is this is how the thing looked... Right, um, original wh- Jesus painting. Yeah, that was when it's
4: falling into disrepair. You can see the flaky bits. Yeah, it's got some. It's, it looks like it's older the it way it should.
2: A, needs, a, but it needs an. Where was it, it
4: hanging that she was it, able? It to was do actually on painted on the, on
2: the plaster. Like yeah. it's pasted it into the plaster of the church. So, yeah, oh, the, scroll- it's a fresco. the scrolly bit is part of the painting. Yeah, it's a fresco. So she decides okay. to touch it up. Like you what do. does
4: she do? I gotta see this. Here you go. Oh my god!
3: <laughs> <laughs> How great is that?
0: It's like a monkey wearing like a Russian hat.
4: Uh, you know what? If you believe, what was the first? It was, it was Jesus? Yeah. If, if anybody who yelled at her, it was the opposite of what Jesus would have wanted if there, if there was a Jesus. I know. Like that would be a defining moment to catch people to see if, in, in the, you know, you ruined Jesus' picture, you poor. <laughs> right. Oh, and also, how it's, do we know that's
2: it's, not what Jesus looked like? Maybe she, yeah, yeah
4: right. Yeah,
3: yeah, we don't know. Oh,
2: that's hilarious. But when you read the interviews with her afterwards as well, she still... How old is ha- she? Oh, I think she was in her 80s. And she still had no idea that she... She still thought she was helping.
4: Oh, Love it. Adorable. And it turns
2: out in the long run, she did. Like, yeah. She, like,
4: she was, did, and she ended up indirectly helping, right?
3: There was so much tourism added to that town. One, one of my favorite things is when you can tell someone almost didn't do something. And then they did and (laughs) fucked everything up. Uh, And and my favorite example in years, like the funniest thing that I've seen on the news was the the Rob Ford interview, the Toronto mayor. Right. Where at the very end, he's doing okay, He's doing fine. Normal interview. Right. And at the very end, he brings up he brings up the cunnilingus thing. Do you know the interview I'm talking about? Where he's, he's like, all right, that's all I got to say. And he's about to turn around. Oh. He's about to leave. And then he goes, oh, and by the way, <laughs> oh. Susan Gondek says I want to eat her pussy. I don't want to <laughs> eat her pussy. I got a wife I more than enough to eat at home. <laughs> and then he just turns around and leaves. <laughs> it's like the Columbo style. Like, ah, one more question. Right. He was so close to not doing that. And whatever neural pathway is connected, and he just fucking went down in flames. It was awesome. I forgot about him. Susan Gondek, by the way, is the most Canadian name I've ever heard. Susan Gondek. Susan. Well, we should thank some
0: of our listeners who have donated to the show, I think. Yeah, We yes. should. We've had some donors
2: uh, since last week. In That's honor of
0: the 100th, 150th episode.
2: It has some recurring payments, including a new one from Madison Martinez. Madison Martinez is a lady, by the way. We cited
0: her last week, and I think we referred to her as a non-lady.
4: I was giving you background music. Oh, exactly. oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Donors, thank you so much for supporting the show. You can support Probably Science by visiting ProbablyScience.com and clicking on Donate. And you can set up a PayPal monthly donation if you'd like. It's the
2: the American thing to do. Uh, Anderson Jones has set up one, as have Matthew Arnold and Brooks Gilmore. So thank you, all of you. Um, Thank you very much. Kristen Lewis has donated,
3: and she cannot believe that we got Buzz Aldrin on the podcast a few weeks back.
2: I was surprised. I was as surprised as anyone. Yeah, that was a cool moment I just wish in. Jesse could have been there. I don't know why you just popped out for that well, five-minute period when Buzz dropped the, in. I have to go to the bathroom sometimes, yeah. you know? <laughs> it's, it's, a sh- it's, a shame.
3: it's a shame you missed him. No, but he's an American hero, just like all of you who donate. Some of yeah. you might be saying,
2: Jesse, I'm foreign. No, you're an American hero when you donate to this podcast. Mm-hmm. And we have a, an anonymous donor, but a very, very generous donor. So thank you, anonymous, generous donor. And he got his DNA
0: results from twenty three and me. We can talk about that, can't we? I yes, think we can. Yeah. Although
2: uh, maybe we shouldn't give the exact
4: percentages, otherwise it could
2: why it they, could identify yeah.
4: that person. Why would they be a silent donor? Why would they genuinely why uh, wouldn't, I wouldn't they want anybody? Don't to? Don't know.
3: Um I think in the in the deal of like doing something like donating to a podcast no one's listens to like ours, like we look at our number. We have like fourteen listeners, you know. Um, but they all so, donate and some under well, pseudonyms. Well that's what I mean. So I think uh, you're clearly just on the lamb. Like you're running from something. You know what I mean? Maybe I picture the wife,
4: you know, she's like... I'll tell you one thing. It's bad enough you listen to that podcast. (laughs) If I find out you're giving money, I will fucking kill you.
3: (laughs) Sure. Sure.
4: It's all I need. I'm not going to send them money. They don't need money. That one guy runs that festival. He's got to be fucking raking it in. (laughs) Fucking bullshit. (laughs) Why would you send money? They don't need it. Are you that anonymous guy? Because if I find out, I swear to God, I'll choke you. That sounds like a happy relationship, doesn't it?
3: Well, I think, yeah, it probably goes down exactly like that. That's what I imagine every time.
0: Uh, He's also wasting his money on getting DNA results from
3: 23andMe. He found out he's East Asian, and he has two points. He found out he's East Asian. That's great. (laughs) I got to take a DNA test, man. What a surprise. (laughs) He's East
0: Asian and he found out he has 2.8% Neanderthal, Neanderthal, how do they pronounce it? DNA, uh, which is in the 67th percentile among 23andMe users. The average user has
3: uh, 2.7% Neanderthal. So he's a tiny bit more. Tiny bit more. See, I think I could hit
0: 5%. Oh, that's a pretty big deal. Uh, that's what I'm
3: saying. I think it goes back recent. Like, I think, I do imagine, I, this is probably a delusional fantasy, but I imagine taking that DNA test. And like guys in lab coats show up at my door. They're like, "We need to study this. Like, we need to study you."
0: It's that scene from ET. Like everyone's in hazmat suit. Absolutely, it's absolutely. Like the
2: whole of Bluebell Ranch is covered in plastic.
3: Right. Yeah, like- they set up a dome around the house because they realize that like I have so much Neanderthal DNA that like whatever ancestor is probably still alive. Like, there's just a there's a Neanderthal out there somewhere. I don't know.
0: Um. So, Kristen Lewis, you mentioned donated. Yes. Um- thank
3: you, Kristen. Thank you, anonymous donor. And that's,
0: yeah, that's it for this week. I believe.
2: That is, but thank We're you. Thank you all of the people donating. Um, You can donate at probablyscience.com. You, <laughs> you can also find the Amazon link. If you're buying anything from Amazon, click on the link through there. We get a little commission and it helps us out a lot. And the other way you can really help us out is by spreading the word. I know quite a few of you are. Tell your friends if they're podcast listeners and they don't know about our show yet. Let them yeah. know tweet about it Facebook we really appreciate that so, say it in person mm-hmm. thank you everyone make oh, them listen to it
0: and I also uh, meant to ask if anybody here uh, listening has animation skills there's a little project we we are considering and um, if you could hit us up either just tweet at probably science or email probably science at gmail.com and just uh, mark your letter mark your envelope animation that would be great oh, by the way Matt I, we've been doing that bit forever and someone' Talked about how they love it, and they cited the show that it's from, and I realized, oh, I don't know, I, I don't know that show. I've
2: uh, just been going along with it. They mentioned Blue Peter. I think that might have been the first one that did that. What's the <laughs> bit? Was, um, just every time I ask someone to send to email something in and mark their envelope with whatever keyword. And Blue wha- Peter, which is a, like this kids' show that's been running for I thought it was uh, forty, fifty years or something. I thought
3: yeah. it was Mid Morning Matters. Was the I thought it was an Alan Partridge thing. No, the no mark no, your no, envelope.
4: It, it uh, it predates that by a long. Oh, okay,
3: one. I thought the mark your envelope something ridiculous.
4: You know, just so you don't think I was being rude to you, because I go, what was that? It sounded negative. It wasn't oh. asking you that. It was what Andy did. I heard him, like, make do an inward spit. I oh, thought. I was,
3: I, I, my nose started running for a second. Oh. And I was talking, and I want to sniffle on the mic. So just I... say the word. You don't have to say inward. You know what I mean? <laughs> and first of all, people spit the same, Todd. I don't,
4: you know, I, every time I come over here with your racist <laughs> bullshit. Hey, you know what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if that was the <laughs> Could have meant it. You know what I meant. <laughs> So how did, right. you, did you show me what you did again out of curiosity? I just
0: there, suddenly my nose just started. I was going to drip snot on the microphone if I didn't. What if Todd doesn't know what sneezing away? is. I just, <laughs> we have to explain. Oh, He's yeah. never what seen a sneeze. No. What is
4: sniffled? that? Oh, I'm I sorry. I just
0: inhaled quickly because I was going to. I'm not sick. I don't know what's going on. You're fine. I don't care. I'm good. I'm not going to get anybody sick. Um But yeah, anim- <laughs> animators, anybody with even Andy. rudimentary animation skills, hit us up because there's a little thing we want to do that might be kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, Sure. Sure. And uh, and thanks again to the AV Club for that write-up last week. We'll link to that on, or maybe we won't. I don't know if it's cheesy to do that, but um, that meant a lot to me. I'm a huge fan of the AV Club, and I've uh, read them for probably almost 20 years now. Like that's the site that got me into all these bands I now love, like the first Wilco album I only bought because of a good review of Being There back in 97 from that site. They have good taste.
3: Um Yeah, well, that's coming from
2: Andy. The looks, wood. Right. Oh, they gave us all nicknames. Yeah, they said that um, they broke us down into always sunny archetypes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) The the review said that I'm I'm the looks, he's the brains, and Jesse's the wild card. I'm
2: the wild card. I like it. Um, Who would I be?
0: The guest.
4: (laughs) Nice. The patriot. The patriot. Todd the patriot. (laughs) Didn't
0: he
3: not write that melody? No, Francis Scott Key. (laughs) <laughs> Francis Scott Key did not write the melody yeah, to was, the national anthem. It was originally
0: uh, Good Morning to You, was what the song was called. No, that was a no,
3: I never hear the, the original.
2: Did I just step on your jokes? I'm <laughs> no, sorry.
3: No no. no, 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 but I never hear the original. How'd the original go? Um, like, what were the words? I'm, I'm going to the internet for this. Like, what if it was ridiculous? Ba, 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 ba. And then you get a giraffe. And, and you
2: go back. Like, what if like it was if it, I, the shittiest song ever? It's, it's a song about punching a dog. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's just really horrible. Have
3: you ever punched a dog? <laughs> and then... <laughs> it's just really unpleasant. <laughs> but it's like Francis Scott Key's favorite song. <laughs>
0: um, the song is called um, To Anacreon in Heaven, or the Anacreontic Song. Yeah, the poem was set to the tune of a popular British song written by John Stafford Smith for the Anacreontic Society a men's social club in london what's a rampart uh isn't that like a a thing
4: that was on uh, S- uh, that it's like a battlement rampart I thought that was what's on... a battlement i thought that was on like, it's on, like a citadel an old show that is on um TV Land it's um, I remember it from when I was little and then I forgot about it and then I saw it on TV Land and I remembered it from when I was little emergency and they always go Rampart uh, something and I thought it was a police thing but I'm probably wrong
0: oh it's probably just like someone's nickname on that show they called themselves Rampart I feel
4: like your science audience is going to be mad at me now they're in the other room like what does he know about science no he doesn't he's just telling the same stories he doesn't know about science why would they have him on the podcast are you sending money into that show? <laughs> I swear it.
0: A rampart it is a defensive wall or bank around a castle, or a fort, or a settlement. Oh, I was
3: right. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, uh, what you just did gave me a little bit of déjà vu. What? You know what? Well, you, you you just ran a bit. The you person know, you, in the other room. Yeah, it just sort of gave me some. Hey, he, uh, he didn't just run the other room, Jesse. What? An, what that's another person. Even, did did you guys know? Uh, that there's a man trapped in constant deja vu? I did not know that. No, is that true? It's absolutely fucking true. How weird is that? Is this a 23 year old British man? It
4: is. Yeah. Good call. Wait, you know, I still to this day, and I almost am afraid to ask because each time someone tries to explain it, I don't understand. I genuinely don't. What's the difference between deja vu and, oh, this reminds me of something?
0: If you haven't actually had some moment When you were just taken aback And you thought Holy fuck This all just happened before Then you probably haven't had it Because sometimes you just have this weird feeling Like wait What you just said I, That exact I've thing, been here
4: before This has happened yeah. it's like And you, is that a true thing? No
0: Well I mean Science doesn't know exactly why that happens But if you, if, you, if it's happened sort of to you You're just like What the fuck was that? Or maybe they do Okay let's get well, to the article what it, well, But what it, you, haven't, you haven't ever felt that about something? Well
4: I don't think so But I don't I don't think so. I don't think It's not think just so. like
0: this reminds me of something. It's like you suddenly struck feeling. with a feeling that all of what just happened for the last five seconds. I just
4: had deja vu. I hear people say it, yeah. and they seem to be definitely, there's a difference between that and, hey, this reminds me of, like, it's a very, like, right. wow, that was weird. And well, it, it sort of throws them, it startles them a little. De-
3: but. Yeah.
2: De- well, Good
3: friend. Oh, I, I was just saying, it, uh, deja vu is, it's it's quite simply just a, it's, it's a slight delay in your brain realizing something. And then... It, it, it's not as if you might think Oh I've been here before This happened fucking five years ago Or whatever It's your brain just thinks It has a memory of something That's happening presently
2: So it's almost like It's just written it Into the wrong bit of the brain At that point Very temporarily So rather than Yeah so rather than going The bit of the brain that goes This is a new experience Instead it flags up The bit of the brain that goes This is an old experience Right but And then I mean, your rational part of your brain goes No this is a new experience Why am I ex- Why am I feeling and then you The think, old like, experience Fuck here. maybe I'm psychic
4: Yeah You know what I mean um, and I didn't a know that, good that there
0: was an agreement about what caused it, but
4: but then, and then again, there's, you said there's a person trapped in it constantly. constantly. They have, well, they wouldn't they have to be seriously institutionalized?
2: Well, let's find out. Uh, or
4: in a, in a in a I guess yeah, or a stay home all day.
2: It's, um. So according
0: to research, about two thirds of us experience at least one déjà vu in our lifetime. So I guess you're, there, there's a lot of people that haven't um, um, yet very little. I just is, had it. Oh shit!
4: No, Just kidding. <laughs> I think I just had it now. Oh, no, now I definitely had it. No, no, no. I know you're not going to believe me anymore. I don't want to be the boy that cried deja vu, but now I really had it. Oh, my God. Ah! Ah! Now for realsy, realsy, realsy. Uh,
3: I worked at a strip club called Deja Vu one time, and I still don't know why it was called that. Seems like a bad name for a strip club. Uh, Déjà vu. I mean,
0: well, it's just, it's just like an it's analog- vaguely French. Is just the way. I like, guess. Right? Is that why it,
3: w- it was awful? I worked there for one day. What were you your, doing there? I was a door guy, but it was like too. It was too real. You know what I mean? I just. I was eighteen. Yeah. It was like my first adult job, like working in a bar or something. Like I could finally legally work somewhere twenty-one and up as an eighteen-year-old. Yeah. And. Uh, I had to, like, wear a tux, stand out front, and it was just, it was too real. It was fucking brutal.
0: Wait, wait, wait. It was too real because you're suddenly an adult in an adult job, or it's too real seeing the brutality of what a strip club is? Seeing the, the brutality of it, and
3: okay. most of the bouncers there, by the way, are not, it has nothing to do with the men. It's to stop fights between the women. No. Yeah. Most of the fights are, like, running back to the fucking green room and, like, stopping two methed-out girls from killing each other. Oh. Uh, you know? Did you hear that the? Uh, so you went to the meth you at the meth club in town? Yeah, I worked at the meth club. Yeah, the, I v- worked the at the
0: vegan a, strip club in Portland's being sued.
4: Did you see that?
3: Yeah, I have seen that, Andy. It's uh, I'm glad none of us have any ties to that story. Nope, none at all. Uh,
0: but- I worked at a <laughs>
4: deli called uh, Deja Jew. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Operator, hello. <laughs> hey. <laughs> hello. This is a- and by the way, uh, you uh, notice uh, you know I thought about that 40 seconds I- ago, <laughs> and I held on to it like an idiot. Couldn't have let that fucking gem go.
3: <laughs> no, you couldn't.
0: I was about to just do like a Jackie Mason impression and I decided against it. That's I worked at a
4: deli to... Deja vu I bounce around like this and this is the way you dog. You got to go like this. You got to go a little deep and then you bounce up and down and then you talk about whatever you want and then you do Jackie Mason. I, I, When I was like
3: 19, I worked with Jackie Mason at Zany's in Nashville and just saw him walk like half the room. It was amazing. Really? Because yeah. Because he was bad or offensive? He was like offensive. Like oh. they thought, like his whole crowd is going to come out and it'll be like an old Vegas show. And he's like, "Well, you're going to vote for Obama. He's a black man. He's going to stab you. He's going to stab all of you individually." Oh. And like, and everyone's just like, "Fuck you, dude!" Like everybody
0: but, left. Uh, Wait, uh, but, but <laughs> just 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 to d- devil's advocate for a second. Again, he is uh, a black
2: man.
4: Yes, <laughs> just <laughs> starting. I mean,
0: we give we give a pass. Like I saw Joan Rivers uh, five years ago, and it was a lot of stuff that a younger comic wouldn't have been allowed to do. Sure.
4: You, you know, know what? I, I, look, here, here we go. I'm trying so hard okay. to not trench on. I, I think a lot of times what happens when, when comedians are dated like that, even if you, you, as comedians, we do give them a, you know, cause yeah. like, like Joan Rivers, like that body of work. But. A younger audience, even if they're not consciously judging it, they, like, I saw a comedian last week in his act, and it was far from like something horrendous, but he kept talking in his act, and it didn't sound that hateful, but the younger audience, they haven't lived that life, and every joke he had about women was, oh, my wife needs the money, she wants the money, she wants the money, and the audience was like, Oh, we don't live that it's life anymore. A, my girlfriend has a job. Actually, right now, she's loaning me money. And then yeah. sometimes I learn her. And so we like just, each other. Yeah, yeah, right. And right. we like each other. And we don't... Hey, you know how you keep the wives happy? You, 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 you know how I learned how to be happy in a marriage? The woman's always right. No, no, no. Now, <laughs> now, I actually love my wife. And we sometimes argue and we... we, we intelligently come to a decision we don't I don't she's not always right and I'm not always right so I think it's some of that that when they're older Jackie Mason is certainly brilliant but when they have that dated stuff and they get older and it slips out a little more the audience is just like wow I I I unfortunately
3: um am too ahead of my time all my jokes about hoverboards right right um (laughs) obviously uh teleportation you know, and I. The, these, you know how to keep your wife chip happy? Yeah, and these meltdown <laughs> crowds don't get it, but they will. They will. It's never going to be dated. What's uh, going on with this guy? Who uh, speaking of which? So
2: yes, the chronic déjà vu guy. Um. It was so persistent he avoided watching TV, listening to the radio, and reading newspapers because he felt he'd encountered it all before. Yikes! Uh, he had a, He did have a history of depression and anxiety, and had once taken LSD. Well, at university, well, but he was otherwise healthy. Oh, he took he took acid once.
4: Mm. Uh, have you ever taken acid? I've taken acid once. Have you? Uh, I am in America on a visa nah. and have never touched drugs. Okay, and you? Tons of acid. Oh, I've never done it, but I want to. Only thing I want to try: I've done mushrooms and pot. Mm-hmm. That I've done mushrooms like four times. Pot I've, you know, smoke. I smoke pot, and then uh, but I want to try. But I would have to make sure it was like like from a doctor. I am not taking a one percent chance. <laughs> yeah, th- I want to try uh, like X ecstasy but you yeah. want to
0: get like pharmaceutical grade yeah the uh, kind
4: that a, a doctor would like I just M- MDMA yeah, yeah pure, pure ecstasy somebody tells me it is right. like somehow it would have to come from someone and, and I would be very tempted to try that I almost tried it uh, a week ago but I decided not to
2: oh by the way a little follow up didn't from seem what- like
4: a real doctor <laughs> that was my dilemma.
2: He started to get suspicious when
0: yeah. he had like a glowing lollipop in his mouth. Well, <laughs> he,
4: had, he had one of those old things that the doctors wear on the top <laughs> the of their head. I think the mine shaft mine What was that? <laughs> I don't know what the fuck it was. You know what? You know I don't exactly know what doctors
2: mean. Yeah,
0: there wasn't a light on it, right? No, it was what a
2: metal it? thing. I think that was back in the day. Like uh, they they doubled up as coal miners. Oh,
4: Okay, <laughs> <laughs> right yeah does everyone thing. listening you know because I sort of made a motion in my head but they wore this thing around yes. the top oh, of yeah, it. Yeah. we like, find out Can it's you? almost like
0: a pizza cutter that was off of its yes, handle yes exactly exactly <laughs> yeah I presume it was a mirror a- oh what if to, to reflect? reflect light in the room onto the patient? You that's like what that was my guess. Angle your head a certain way. It to does make seem.
3: That. I always thought that it was just the end part of a stethoscope, and they would just take your heartbeat with their forehead, like it was like an intimate experience. But <laughs> okay. you know, so they like sort of motorboat lean- you at the same time. They would kind of
0: motorboat you and lean in, Vulcan mind meld sort of thing. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. Doctor in was different.
0: I just googled doctor's reflective thingy, um, head mirror. Okay, yeah, that's what it is. Wow! But doesn't
2: that doesn't still doesn't help us out? Is it to reflect light onto it them? Has Hold on to a be. second.
0: I'm going to Wikipedia it's for this. Before
4: they had flashlights. Well, Andy. Yeah, so they
0: would have they would have a light um, next to the patient's head, uh, facing at them, so they could direct that light back onto the parts of the patient. And that is at. the
4: end of what doctors used to wear. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Join us um, next month. It's monthly.
4: <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Do you we, think I should maybe? Put that in the other room So I don't <laughs> No 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 <laughs> I love
3: Believe it. me I want more of that okay. That doesn't happen really.
4: um, That's a okay, 150th
0: sure. Spectacular we should have
3: Yeah
2: <laughs> More UPAD. Little yeah, follow get, up Get it
0: up on the mic Next time it's mm.
2: little, little drugs follow up Because a couple of weeks ago We talked about ketamine On the show Well are, well, are, we, are we gonna Talk about the deja, vu the deja Vu guy, vu guy right? We will This okay, is just okay. a very This is a minor aside From uh, listener Jonathan Waltz Who emailed in mm-hmm. Jonathan who Jonathan Waltz is Jonathan Waltz Yep I like that Not now. like the dance um That's a good name. And John, John says, Hey guys, I just wanted to add a little info to your ketamine discussion on this week's episode. I'm a surgical technologist. Uh, he describes himself as the disembodied hand that passes instruments to surgeons in movies and TV shows. He is that hand. I'm guessing he. I don't know, he might, he might just be a hand. I don't know whether there's a. No, he must be at least an ear as well, because he listens to our show. Um, I would but, assume a set of hands, just to type the email. Like, no, you can type one fingered. Um, he might be like the Adams family hand. So he gives. He says, "Uh, we give our patients ketamine very frequently. Our Mm -hmm. anaesthetists consider it the preferred drug for patients who require surgery, but are too medically unstable for general anesthesia or spinal block. A prime example would be an elderly patient who's broken a hip and needs a titanium rod placed. Uh, And keep up the great work. Love the show. Thank you, John. So they're giving these ladies a special K? These old ladies? Yeah, so these ladies, I don't know whether they give them the glow sticks and the whistle as well. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I don't know
4: the deal. You know, I was listening to this thing on the way back from Vegas with Tony Kameen. I forget the name of the show, but it, it was like one of those things. Well, of course they had to do it that way, but you never thought of it, right? Yeah. Uh, before they had anesthesia, uh, ether was the first ether. Yeah, uh, they would people would commit suicide because they had to have an operation, and they would have to tie them down and hold them down. Their eyes oh, would. It's insane, and I, I can't even. Uh, Imagine! I started to get anxiety. I started to get anxiety thinking about people would have to have their arms, and they'd open up their bodies, and they would feel everything. Oh yeah, well, people can't fucking imagine. It's like they used to get people super drunk. Oh, that was that was one way.
3: But But then how do you like? That's also going to thin your blood. Well, no, I know. Uh, It It was a huge problem. But like, like, like in the Civil War there'd be like field hospitals set up, which just a guy with a hacksaw. That's the field hospital. That's the whole thing. I don't know if he had a reflective thing. I assume those were already around. (laughs) I imagine imagine he did. But like the union guys had them and the southern guys had like a different reflective thing. I don't know. So Uh, just
0: like a, a gunshot wound to your leg would mean amputation. Basically,
3: Yeah, it would get gangrenous pretty quick. Yeah. So they would, they would have to amputate, and a lot of guys would... Actually,
0: I was asking more than telling. I guess I was wondering, do they well, want to yes. even try to extract the bullet because they can't uh, probably, disinfect enough?
3: Or? They, can't, they can't disinfect enough. Most stuff would get amputated. Your limbs would be fine. If you were shot like in your torso, you're, you're probably you're going to die. Yeah. And uh, But they would try to get you as wasted as possible. And one of the big problems uh, during the Battle of Franklin, where I grew up, this one house that was just in the middle of the battlefield for some reason, like a farmhouse that just got caught up in it, turned into a field hospital, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. it just turned into a makeshift hospital. People from both sides, you know, because, like, if you're, like, in the hospital situation, no one's, like, trying to kill each other. There's they would work together
0: on the hospital front, though? That's No, I'm nice. talking about victims. I'm saying, but uh, but uh, both both teams would, uh, that's what they call them, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
4: I knew what You Both gangs Wait hold on I'm trying to follow They up, would send so. their
3: wounded To the same like, There's all? nowhere else to go But they wouldn't fight While they're That's crazy I didn't know that Well people still. It was still um, Until World War I Chivalry was still a thing We think of it as like medieval yeah, yeah. But, it, but was... it was still a thing It's like dude You're in the hospital Don't fight You know Yeah. So uh, both sides Are laying there On the fucking porch Of this place This plantation In uh, Franklin And the big problem Was they ran out of booze That was the big problem And then yeah. the suicide rate Just fucking escalated Cause did these they guys just
4: get drunk so drunk, where they they would... they would just
3: get drunk enough to be like, "All right, saw my hand off,"
4: and oh, f- you know what I mean. Shut the. F- Can I tell you? There's two things I'm glad. W- I know there's going to be a lot after we leave. People are going to look back at us and go, "Wait, how did they?" I get it. I right. get it. But guess what? I'm glad I'm during here during anesthesia yeah. and air conditioning.
0: Air conditioning, oh. thank you. Oh, air conditioning, geez. one of the yes. greatest things humans have ever created. Uh,
4: one of the best. Fuck swamp coolers.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Have you ever tried? Uh, do those? They, work they at do all? work a little bit. I've been in Arizona
4: range. where some bar outdoor bars had them, like in the outdoor area. and It, it is better, than it, but
0: it needs uh, it needs a dry environment, right?
4: <laughs> You're probably because right.
0: Because I think it has to. Because otherwise, you know, it's the funny air wouldn't evaporate that? off of it. So Wait,
4: this is sort of science. When I first moved to California and uh, you see it more in Arizona those those misters where the were the sp- Is that is that what a swamp cooler is? <laughs> no, no, that's or not a know? swamp cooler. A okay. swamp cooler is basically it's, where you put water and it cools the air down and it blows it out. So it's just through cold water you okay. cool the air. That's basically a swamp You're,
3: cooler. You ever put a tray of ice like in front of a fan? Sort of Sim- yeah, exactly. similar deal. Does that work? Yeah. I'm
4: mean, going to guess it, yeah. It, it, does it does a little, little yeah. Um, and uh so the the misters are it's like if you had a hose with tiny little holes and it misses yeah, out Yeah they have it those
2: quite a lot in, in Europe and the like in yeah. the outside bits of restaurants and there they're called be,
4: messieurs. and it has, no they're not right and uh, no. it's not and mister it, and mis, and it, mister mister <laughs> and it has to be uh, a <laughs> so the misters are and you see them and they lift a fine mist but you're right it has to be dry so I thought I, when I first saw it I was at a, like a, an outdoor thing where you can like a swap meet and they were selling them like basically 8 feet of it and I got some from my mom's house because uh, sometimes when she would you know go away during the day she could leave the door open and the dog could go out on the patio and I just thought it would be like you know if the dog wanted to be outside it would cool it off but it's not – there's humidity in Philadelphia, just like – and, and um, the neighbor – first I thought, what? My mom – the neighbor called the fire department because <laughs> she just saw smoke, <laughs> as she thought. Smoke. And I'm like, how – and then when I thought about it, I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess to the neighbor who's – they don't have those misters in yeah, Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah why, Anyway. <laughs>
2: the same thing happened when, when you bought your mom a fog machine so she can have atmosphere.
4: I bought her, bought her a smoke machine also. And the neighbor called the fire department again. No- These were idiot neighbors. So. <laughs>
2: Well, you got the, the turntables for the, the year before, so she needed I got to have the turntables the
4: and, the, and all the laser lights <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the red light and,
2: and that sort of red, uh, yellow, and orange crepe paper that was cut into zigzaggy shapes <laughs> with a fan behind it.
4: <laughs> By the way, I'm definitely putting a PA in my car. I have to. T- <laughs> I'm definitely On roof. I want a PA in my car so bad. First of all, I can't do it with the Prius because it doesn't look like a cop car. I know, but I want to go get. Uh, like maybe an old, an older suburban. You know, you can tell when a cop car, but it's a suburban because the wheels aren't too fancy. It's a suburban, but it's a cop car, okay. or a Tahoe, or an right. old Crown Vic. Yeah, but you right. can tell when they're out of service. But you can sometimes, if you get a clean one, you. And put a PA in it. I don't want to pull anybody over. I have no, obviously, no desire to do that. That's uh, for illegal from, for sick people. Well, besides being illegal, it's for sick people. Um, I, I, I. Uh, people go, well, Todd, you did that. No, no, I did that with friends. We would, you know, uh, <laughs> act like cops and pull each other over. It was of course,
3: fun. of course, um, we've all but, been there. Uh, but, would, uh, you, would you get a ski rack?
4: Well, like, so at night it looks like a profile? No, no, because I'd be the detective. They don't have any lights on top of the car. And then get a PA in there and just tell people to stop texting while they're driving. Just on the PA. Please stop texting while you're driving. Please stop. And I wouldn't say texting. I'd Stop drinking and driving. They'd get the message because it's drinking and driving. It's the same thing.
0: Oh, I thought you meant you could going look for drunks in the road. No, but no, no. Just go. I would call texters yeah.
4: drinking. Because that's the way I. St- I st- By the
0: way, you would have to set up your um, PA system to be hands-free, or else you might be pulled over for uh, holding up the little <laughs> microphone thing. Oh to yeah,
4: I put I'd put a Garth Brooks headset on. Okay. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, let uh, uh, me pretend I never brought that. Driving
0: with the Time Life yeah. operator headset okay. on.
4: Pull your car. Please stop
3: texting and driving. But then, like, you, you don't turn it off in time, so everyone just hears, the, like, ah, fuck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun, they hear.
2: <laughs> got another one. Hmm. Um, so, for minutes and sometimes even longer, the patient would feel he was reliving experiences. He likened it to being in the psychological th- thriller film Donnie Darko. This is on ketamine? Uh, no, this is the déjà, déjà vu, vu. Okay. So, there was one instance, w- instance when he went to get a haircut. As he walked in, he got the feeling of déjà vu. Then he had déjà vu of the déjà vu. <laughs> And then he got trapped in a deja- in basically a time loop. Oh. And the more distressed he became by the experience, the more the worse it seemed to get. And that
3: man's name is Christopher Nolan. Yep.
2: <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We're gonna uh, <laughs> we're gonna take a quick uh,
3: we're gonna take a quick five, and we'll be uh, we'll be <laughs> right back with uh, First Lady Michelle Obama. This has been great,
2: and she's going to introduce us to the third poodle in the White House family, <laughs> Mo. <laughs> Brain scans appeared normal, suggesting the cause was psychological rather than neurological. While the case does not on its own prove a link between anxiety and deja vu it raises an interesting question for further studies says Dr. Moulin who was involved in that um, unlike other memory problems deja vu seems to occur more in younger people people first experience it at the age of six or seven and it happens most often between the ages of 15 and 25 before tailing off as people get older
3: um, interesting I used to have it all the time
2: like daily so that, that is interesting well there are several theories about what causes the sensation uh, Dr. Akira O'Connor a psychologist from St. Andrews University, believes
4: that in I'm most stealing th- him for our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I want someone with an accent going online and read. It sounds like, oh, God, this is a good show. He's the
0: brain's- brain. Seriously,
4: I'll talk to you after the show. Done. This is true. Get your own special chair. It'll be electric. You can move up and down if you Ooh. want it. Oh, we'll take care of you.
2: <laughs> One idea is that deja vu is a sort of... Um, uh, uh, sorry, he says it believes in most cases it's a momentary misfiring of neurons in the brain which connects which creates false connections Uh, one idea is that it's a sort of brain twitch just as we get muscle spasms or eye twitches it could be just that bit of the brain which sends signals to do with familiarity and and memory is firing out of turn which fits in with evidence that deja vu is more frequently experienced by people with epilepsy and dementia
4: um another theory Are you proud you said you had it all the time when you were younger now? Or are you yeah. prepared, you wish you took that back? <laughs> I'm probably dementia.
3: I'm probably riddled with mental disorders. I don't know. Everybody is. I don't know. Um I don't think I don't think anything like dangerous to myself or others. So then I'm like, yeah, I can deal with that. Yeah, you seem
0: is far. there an actual like uh, diagnosable diagnosable wildcard syndrome you might be wild Wildcard syndrome, yeah. A, I don't know.
2: Well here's another theory as to what might cause deja vu developed by Professor Anne Cleary at Colorado State. Uh, having a big dick good job Matt what's the next story (laughs) we have a uh, uh, that was a good read Matt actually close it's the deja vu is the natural result of seeing something genuinely familiar in our surroundings such as the shape of a structure or or the layout of a room sparking a false memory actually sorry it's nothing like the dick thing Yeah, let me.
4: I bet deja vu is often confused with something just reminds you of even though I know there is a legitimate difference but I bet a lot of times people think they're having deja vu and you're like if you could get to the bottom of it. No, because you, this just looks exactly like it. Oh, good uh, call.
2: Good call. I bet people do confuse it a lot.
4: Yeah, and I'm, but I'm not negating that it exists, but yeah. I yep. bet there's a big confusion it's to, of it's it. It's definitely
2: hard to study, and also because it's so fleeting and spontaneous, it says here that it's really hard to study reliably in lab conditions, because it's very hard to recreate. Uh, Dr. Professor Cleary developed a computerized virtual reality called Deja Ville where people navigate around similar landscapes to test the hypothesis.
0: And then they have to uh, ask their friends to also do it on Facebook, or else they can't get to the next level
2: (laughs) and tend to their deja crops. That's exactly it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Methods of trying to induce deja vu are pretty crude. They've used hypnosis... Sorry, a little
4: late with this one, but you deserved it. Okay, thank you.
2: (laughs) you. They've used hypnosis and experiments using lists of words. Uh, Another method is called caloric stimulation, which is squirting warm water into people's ears. Wow. Meant to deal with various problems like vertigo, but one of the common side effects is deja vu. People suggest it's because the ear canal is near the temporal lobe, which may control it.
3: Wow. I got hit with vertigo last week. Last time I have a DVD fight. (laughs) Um,
0: Where that, where's the sound cue? I get this. Okay, I get the
3: rim shot. Jesse, gets, I put it he's the, the, the wild card. Okay, he gets to I just tell that it. joke. I see. The, okay, the I reason I okay, told that okay. joke is because I saw him put it under the okay. table and wanted to see yeah, a yeah, scramble. I wanted to see good. you oh, fucking can fall I get... out of your chair.
4: <laughs> Did you ever have your ears massage? I had a scalp massage once, which if you get it usually at the end of your... If you get a massage and they're working on your scalp, it means you have two minutes left on your massage when it's like, uh, fuck, okay. that feels good. But sc- scalp and ear, yeah, wow, it's like drooling good
3: oh yeah yeah
0: when wow. they start to, like, let's give each other on, scalp massages.
4: pull on
3: the earlobes at
0: the
4: <laughs> yeah. end of the yeah and i don't mean-
3: take a little massage break yeah i don't i don't mean to make this perverse but i have discussed this on the show before before the show we were talking about business ideas right massage place that does happy beginnings instead of endings
4: can i tell you something i would enjoy be... the massage better get well, that that's out what of the I'm way i'm saying
3: yes i would be anxious i mean what if what if my dick's weird what if i can't get out you know what i mean like like
4: I, you just ugh, oh, now a massage. Can I tell you what this girl told me once? And also Tom Martin, who is, uh, well, it's another story. But anyway, it doesn't matter. But they both, uh, only one woman told me this. And by the way, I've gotten from a massage from a woman and got, you know, uh, what, do you, what do you say? A boner? <laughs> yeah,
2: you get a boner? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Why yeah. do so, so so you take that language
4: back? <laughs> yeah. This is a family show. Oh, uh, you us. got a woody? It's you so got little silly woody? of a word. But anyway, <laughs> it is a. T- so <laughs> I got a boner, uh, and and everyone hey, so, does got a boner. So it's not always a, a it's not always a sexual thing. Uh, right. But Tom Martin, who is a very successful writer, but also uh, went to massage school, and he donates his time at the wellness center, which is a great thing to do, you know. But he explained that yeah, if I can get. One from a girl that means a girl uh, a guy could get one from a guy even if he's not gay so it works both yeah. ways and it's very embarrassing it's it's embarrassing if you get one from a girl and the one woman the girl that does massages told me she goes you know it's funny amongst all my colleagues that i give massages i'm the only one that says you have to do this and the other ones don't when you tell them to turn over she goes i i never take my hands off the client mm-hmm. this is 10 years ago okay. so she goes i always give myself you shouldn't take your hands off the client i make an exception for this. I turn around and give myself fake business for about twenty-five seconds. Maybe I'm mixing something, getting something ready. It gives yeah. them a chance to readjust. They're yeah. not turning over and mortified, or you go, "I'm going to leave the room for thirty seconds." I thought they, they should all fucking do that. Why should you say know-
0: you went from
3: stomach to back? And
0: you yeah, know, you turn a over and you're like, "Oh fuck,
4: yeah, yeah. this is embarrassing." Yeah, rather,
2: what, what, hang on, twenty-five seconds is a weird amount of time. Why- well, actually,
4: it ease, ease, up, takes- If you're scared shitless, it'll go down pretty well. Quick. No, of course. Of course. Yeah. Uh,
2: hang on, how do you? Um, what you should never take your hand off the client. Is that a thing?
4: Well, I think that's sort of like probably not a one hundred percent. Well, the last the time, person to take their
2: hand off wins the
3: client, right? <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the thing. It's it's like you, got you got like five. At the a end bunch of people. The, yeah.
4: yeah, it's in a mall. Someone <laughs> gives massages out there. I probably got that a little wrong, but the gist of it was that turn around, give yourself some business, and let them. I, I've had
0: it happen. I just didn't address it. And I just hope that she is
3: professional enough that like. Well, if I don't. If like, I
1: don't
3: have like. like "Ooh Wait! You just rolled over with a boner and didn't say anything. I mean it wasn't like a rage. <laughs> I would have to address it. I've had situations where uh it was covered. I'm just saying like no of course but it's see, covered. Yeah, we're yeah, pay covered. we're talking covered. See... But if anything remotely sexual happens with me ever, I, that's an elephant in the room I can never deal with. Oh. I was raised to I will I will immediately say it. You
4: like, uh, you were right. But I think it doesn't matter what she's saying is look, yes, we know it happens as long as no one's making advancements. Yeah, I'm not trying on, to. Advancements yeah. on the person. And I was they, going, ooh. Yeah, you're not touching <laughs> you it or moving their hand towards <laughs> it. Oh, of course, of course. But as long as you're being, uh, you know, a, a, a full grown adult in the room and you turn over, they get it. They're not uncomfortable. They get it happens. But she's saying, I know the person's uncomfortable. So even women get boners. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> well, my... my uh, I have no idea. What, I think women get boners. That's what my friend told me. My friend Kevin told me.
3: Well, the, the, the clitoris can become erect. Um, but when my, my mom, my mother is a, a doctor, and uh, she has to give physicals all the time, and you have to hold the balls and say, turn your head and cough right you know when you get a, mm-hmm. get a physical I mean
0: they never even say turn your head anymore do, do,
3: I mean that's just because they don't cough on your face that's so they don't cough on right. you also oh. the coughing is just to give you something to do none of that <laughs> shit is necessary I'm being completely serious I thought it was
0: a test if the, if the muscles constrict and the you
3: hell, can tell up. if someone's hernia is in their fucking balls by grabbing their balls
2: oh that it's are just, your balls supposed to go up when you cough and that's part of the test very little my daughter got me to sing is that weird <laughs>
3: that is weird that is weird but what I'm saying is a lot of times someone will grace guys are gonna <laughs> clear up <laughs> <laughs> but a lot go of from low to high notes just make sure you, <laughs> a lot of times someone will get a little boner cuz they just have a boner I got a
4: boner from a Touching tailor. The guy was like eighty. I mean, touch feels good. Yeah, he was like measuring. He had like he was like very he was just into it. Your
0: erect cock. No, was, <laughs> okay, fine.
4: I'll get this. He had to make a pouch for it. No, just just it was it was for it was such a long time ago. It was for my brother's wedding, and he um, was like, you know, like fitting me. The guy probably was eighty years old, and I go, God, this feels good. I think I'm getting a boner. <laughs> this is what you said to the guy? No, I said it to myself. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, because <there's, laughs> when you relay that story, it
4: sounds like you just said that. No. And then I was like, hey, this feels good. I'm getting a wicked. Hard can fucking... you imagine saying that to a, to like a 75-year-old Taylor? Hey, this feels good. I think I'm getting a boner. Yeah, I can, oh. I
3: can feel a bunch of bubbling cum in my scrotum. This feels great. No, I said to myself. You guys are perverts. I said it to myself. This is science. Science. It's pure science.
4: Wild card. Science. Science. We, we got
2: through one story, didn't we? Yeah, do you want to do bouncing water? Uh, this one's a good one. Quite I a miss- few people have sent this in,
4: um, this
2: including cool. Morgan Perrine sent it in. Friend of the
4: show But by the than? way it, What you're saying About the happy beginnings it, Why I, it, I don't it, it know Why I Just get it, it over like with By the way I really do I, I half believe this If, if the, There's nothing dirty Like if you study The human body And you're a massage therapist Or you're a doctor You understand There's nothing dirty There's things that uh, societally there's right. private parts of our body that, are, that right. we consider to be off limits or not dirty, but like, oh, no, they're like maybe, yeah, for lack of a better word. But if you have a full understanding, there's no part of the body that's dirty. So by not giving you a full release during a massage, you're being immature. Like that is a huge part of a massage. And if that can end that way and then go on for another 20 minutes afterwards, the, uh, you're just saying, oh, no, there's a dirty part of your body. That's why we don't, societally, we adhere to societally that there's a dirty part, and we, we go along with it. We don't fight it. We just go, yep, it's dirty. We don't touch it. You got, if you really appreciate the human body, every massage should end with a happy ending. Or whatever. If you want one, if you don't want one, of I'm course saying, not. Happy beginning.
3: Happy beginning. And sure. I think happy beginning is one of those things you're talking about, where like, way in the future they're gonna be like, can you believe they used to do that at the end? Oh, that's gonna be like one tense,
4: of the- and then they they yeah. got it over with, and you just do, they do it right up front. It's Why like did the they way do we do it at
3: the end. It's like the way we look at segregation now. Be like, those fucking animals used to do happy endings, <laughs> like that's gonna be. <laughs> can you believe when
2: it's I grew exactly up? Exactly like segregation. It's I think exactly- it, yeah, I think it's a parallel.
0: You've actually got me questioning whether I. Now that you say it that way, it's like, why are some parts of the body...
4: Can I tell you something? Sort of I said I was half kidding because I get that. But it's, look, there's it, certain sexuality things that is just a different
0: thing. But then again, it is just another part of your body.
2: But then would and, it be as uh, much fun if it's completely demystified? Like if everyone walked around topless, it wouldn't be fun to see booze.
0: Yes, like, but I mean, right. I think there's other
4: reasons yeah. not to uh, there's other reasons not to walk around topless. It just maybe comfortability and cleanliness and stuff like that. But in and certain cultures, pilots. they do walk around. You know, yeah, the, yeah
2: the and, and they, but they then also you're, still you're losing. You're, you're they losing. also still
3: fuck. They still. I mean, it's still yeah. going to happen.
2: You're going to focus on other bits. Well, I, it's just. I think you're removing. It's like those arguments about you know. You like a societal if, tease. Why, why is the word fuck offensive? That's ridiculous but it's kind of useful to have a word that has power like the word "fucking." if it's completely devalued and demystified, then what are you going to use? I don't know. I, I sometimes like that there are bits that have elements of taboo about them. Well, I think that it,
3: I would agree with you, but the reason I don't fully is because I think that that taboo is included with... I mean, I, of course, yeah, hold stuff back, be... be you know, that's, that's great. Have a little mystery. That's exciting. But people aren't doing it uh, uh, to enhance sexuality. They're doing it to repress it more. That's true. And it's... Uh, I think that's fucking weird. Like, we discussed on the show before um, when Andy found out where babies come from and then what that means about his mom as you age, you know? Wait, wait, you mean when I was sort of misled about where babies come out? or When your mom said... This is a weird moment of the podcast that a baby comes out of a special birth opening at a woman's bottom. Yeah, and, and it, I, and I said, "Well, like... that means your mom is really into doggy style because <laughs> she considers the vagina part of the bottom." Now you don't realize that until you're a grown-up. That like, oh, obviously, that's that's what
2: that's what that means. But it's like and that was a nice cover, by the way, Jesse, for how we actually knew that Andy's mom is into doggy style. No, I know, I know, and we, <laughs> we can't
3: even go to you porn anymore because my folks are on there too. It turns out, but but the thing is, I it's weird that like. I, I just think it should be, it's weird that I, that it's awkward to talk to your parents about sex. Like that's, I, I can talk to it's them It's weird that it's weird? Yeah. Like, like I don't- uh, But I
0: mean, it's weird. Uh, uh, there's a lot of people in your life who are close friends who you don't talk about sexual stuff with.
4: Well, the, not by, mine by the way whenever parents do talk about <laughs> it is as is, is, is maybe i can make the joke and go oh man i don't want to talk to my mom about that when parents do at a young age it's obviously it's healthy
0: yeah well yeah. well to an extent i mean not just no, 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 the like, details uh, about how last night was no yeah, here's but, a, but
4: that's your that's a given yeah, that's but, a given we're talking about uh, that that would be like that, that of course, when you know when you go well that's like a given anybody if it's a given that when you do it properly there's a way to Yes,
3: but- think think about how insecure that made all of us remember when you first start jacking off you feel like satan because your parents yeah. didn't raise you knowing that's cool and you like here's the deal when you also don't want to be the creep who
0: uh, who suggests masturbation to a kid who's never who it's never occurred to yet that's super weird you know, you know what, I mean?
4: what you know what i bet t- and, and let me interject here real quick i bet if we told this to someone that studies this you know how when you, we know comedy and we can explain it with diligence and clarity right, maybe, but, right yeah. yeah we're sitting here yeah, someone that knows when we're yeah, talking about good yeah. answers with diligence there's a way to do it there's 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 ways to do it but the bottom line is i think we'd all agree that the way american culture has done it is probably not closer to the right no. way as far as european countries that's the uh, gist uh, i sure. say that's
3: true but absolutely but what i think think about this right i'm 28 years old now When my mom was my age, I was in first grade. So I remember being in first grade and thinking about the way she was still a 28 year old. She was just walking around thinking about fucking cock all day. But like, I didn't know that. So when I started thinking about Beave all day, and I call it Beave now, it's 2015. When I start thinking about that all day, I felt like a freak. And I wish my mom had been like, dude, it's cool. I think about cock all day. Like, why...
4: why could- and again, there's probably... By, by the way, the guts <laughs> of what you're saying are true, even though there's probably another way to do there's it. There's probably a better way by to the say way, it. But yeah, but I get it for, these, for, for us... You see for, what I'm saying? For just cutting the shit and getting right to the point. Obviously, if she was going to do it, that's not the way. But like we just said, there is a way. And, and by the way, even if it's not the majority of parents, there are parents that do that. that, that it, it, hey, it's uncomfortable. It's a little delicate. and it's, it's, delicate, weird, and it's sure. delicate. But you fucking bite the bullet and you get over it and it makes kids better. Yeah. and And what they know, their education... Hey, but how do you think, Doctor? I never. When I used to laugh at Doctor Ruth, like everyone else, right. thirty years ago, to hear Doctor Ruth saying vagina and all these things, hilarious. How angry do you think it made her? Maybe not angry. Maybe she's smarter than that. To be that ahead of her time. Here's a woman that thirty, forty years ago knew that education, knowledge, it's not abstinence, you dumb fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. It's talking about yeah, it, yeah. and that's what she was doing, and that's what you're talking about, basically. Yeah, it's mean, yeah, not funny for a woman. Remember that. What?
0: Sorry to cut you off. Jocelyn Elders, who was uh, either nominated or had just become uh, surgeon general under Clinton back in uh, 93 or 4. Do you remember what happened? She suggested promoting masturbation As an yes. alternative to like When young kids are getting sexually active To teach them masturbation And by the way To get, the, to get, the, to get that out To get that urge out So they don't have to be Sleeping with each other when they right. At a young age And don't and demystify that So right. that, and, that's a release you could, It's allowed
4: you And know? I'm sure every moron And I don't mind making the joke It's, it's only a joke If it's a What you know is right I get it You could go Oh what are you going to do Hey kids Today we're going to masturbate Okay that's funny Haha fucking Okay it's not that funny Because I'm done acting Like it might be but the legitimate the, the other side of that is she was fucking she right, was right. She, was right. she was right of course Dr. she was Ruth. right Dr. Ruth yeah it was funny back then to hear her say these words but you know how many kids were listening to that show back then and and she helped because she discussed things that okay it's a little weird to talk and about and it was
3: only funny because it was taboo and we didn't hear it right and that's because the thing. it was an old lady but yeah yeah. yeah. no but yeah. I'm saying who and gives it a and was an fuck? old lady yeah. too like, yeah. I remember sex ed in high school and to this day I don't know how he got that nickname He was fucking cool though. Like, he, leather jacket, you know, one of the coolest guys I've ever met.
4: (laughs) There we go. <laughs> hey, and you know what? The difference between—and I know this isn't a sex ed show—the difference between me of what like Dr. Ruth did, and probably the type of things that uh, what was the name you just mentioned? Uh,
0: I think it was Jocelyn Elders. They it it? wanted
4: to implement sex ed was taught in a very don't discuss. They 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 danced around a lot of that stuff. I felt like what Dr. Ruth would really talk about some really see issues that kids were dealing with very specifically. Yeah. And yeah. that was the difference—that it was like t- tangible advice that would make them instantly feel like, "Oh, I am normal. I am okay. This is not abnormal." You know, yeah. as opposed to sex that in school was not as. You, not you as know vivid. what else
0: can make kids feel ashamed about their sexuality? About masturbation, in particular, is when, what's is that, a, when, when you finish masturbating. Sure. Obviously, there's a there's a liquid that can make a mess, and it can sometimes it could y- it could sure. stain fabrics. Uh, it, yeah. You don't Do you, know you think it'd be
2: useful to have some kind of Metal that's so extremely hydrophobic that the water bounces off it as if it were repelled by a magic force field.
0: I mean, if that were possible, but yeah, um, it sounds like bullshit. Well, scientists at 20... the
2: University of Rochester have created just that thing. What? What are you talking about? Well, instead of using chemical coatings, they use lasers to etch a nanostructure on the metal itself. Uh, it will not wear off, unlike less effective methods. Okay, um, so what what's going on here?
4: Explain. Well,
0: basically, making this thing that's so hydrophobic that water droplets will just bounce off completely
3: and not even.
4: It almost, the surface, and what would that be good for? Uh, uh, I didn't realize water
3: could penetrate the surface of metal already.
0: Or but, uh, the way the way that water hits metal, it. not penetrates, uh, like spreads out onto it. Like this, just rolls off completely, leaving no.
2: Yeah Like a slight tilt Here's a picture of it A slightly tilted piece of metal It almost turns a droplet of water Into something resembling Like a rubber ball Wait. That lands on the So that water
4: That's wow. regular
2: water Falling it's on that regular surface water. Wow. Regular water And, and that's it's
4: bouncing a... off You're right It's just like It's not even exist- And that's it's not just... a
2: coating It looks
4: like It looks like a ball of mercury Or something like That's right. bouncing off um, it looks like yeah, If they drop teeny little The things that go inside the breasts and, But oh, little, little miniature ones yeah, yeah And they drop them off They just roll um, right off
0: And the yeah. applications Can be revolutionary From Robot the Robot ducks Robot ducks uh, airplane p- surfaces airplane surfaces which will be um which will avoid water freezing on the fuselage uh also non-stick pans um phones computers tvs cars whatever you can imagine made of metal and they're also thinking of applying the technique to create a hundred percent efficient r- water recollection s- not, recollection that applies like remember yeah recollection systems in underdeveloped countries and the creation of latrines in areas where water is not abundant enough to allow for effective cleaning so a toilet that all of the water comes out every time so you could use less water per flush because it's completely yeah, effective and, and, and nothing sticks to it so it doesn't stays need to be to the washed or
2: anything it just kind of automatically falls away
0: and the craziest thing is yeah like you said it's not a coating at all it's an actual treatment to change the characteristics of the surface itself like it's a laser
2: wow yeah they used a laser patterning technique that creates an intricate pattern of micro and nanoscale structures to give the metal their new properties I didn't even lo-
4: I, I didn't make eggs until I found out about nonstick pans
2: they're amazing. Oh, The pain it's in the ass. ass. Yeah. So and then ago. I remember
4: like in, I remember probably somewhere, like they had them always, but I, we didn't have one at our house or something. It was so weird.
0: The first time I got one, I, 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 first of all, I can't believe like 10, 15 years ago, I was so much more adult than I am now. Like I had nice stuff. I bought a house when I was 26 years old and I had nice new furniture. In Portland. In Portland, yeah. And I had new silverware and plate. Like I was, and now I'm living in this weird ass yeah. house. We can't even use the kitchen. I know. Hey, good. Sleepy eating.
2: You've boiled eggs before now, I presume. That now, Like, now you're familiar with the bo- egg boiling process. I, I don't boil eggs, but... Uh, but oh you, oh, you mean, like, to make a hard-boiled egg? Yeah. Yeah, yeah like or make deviled eggs, even?
3: You yeah, could, Double, and,
2: and a few people, again, have sent in this story. They really want us to cover this, and it's pretty <laughs> the cool. The
3: thing I don't like about boiling eggs... Pakes is that fiber? if you change your mind, you're fucked. Yeah, once they're boiled you can't. That's it. the thing because yeah, you I put boil...
2: them in the
0: refrigerator.
3: No, no, that, that, no. What you could you, you could a... eat it later. But what if I want a scrambled egg yeah, later? later? I'm like, yeah, boils eh, You, know, it's you boiled... know, fuck that. Well, well big that's true.
4: That's if you make a lasagna, you can't put the noodles back. That's true with any food. Once yeah, that's what I'm saying. It. That's
3: why I don't want to boil eggs. Well, no other solution. So is that yeah. why
4: you don't make lasagna? That's right. Because then if you want the noodles for some other thing, then you have already put it in the lasagna. Yeah, yeah. If there was some undoing process,
3: I'd make more lasagna, but you can't.
2: By the way, side note, that's one of those weird things where America, the word noodle in Britain only means things that are noodle shaped that are like long thin shaped and everything
3: else is pasta yeah just pasta Oh,
4: maybe here it, maybe here it is too what maybe I
3: world? said it wrong um. well, listen, this is this is turned this is turned into a five minute segue <laughs> yeah.
2: but um, you can unboil eggs weird you can unboil no egg unboiling when you put an egg in boiling new water thing. what happens is the heat breaks the bonds that hold together the proteins amino acid strings as the heat rises these strings then form new stronger bonds forcing out the water and hardening the contents of the egg uh, uh, though because of differing fat content the process takes slightly longer for the yolk than the albumin so what happens is all these um, amino acid strands that make up the that make up the egg sort of get broken apart and then retangle in a more knotted form which is why it goes from that liquidy state to a to a soda
4: thing and how um, do you undo it
2: uh, well according by uh, the the chemist and molecular gastronomy giant Herve this Oy. discovered uh <laughs> Uh, These proteins can once again become detached with the addition of a substance like sodium borohydride. Applying it to the egg will cause it to reliquify over the course of about three hours. Though interesting, this serves no practical purpose. (laughs) No, that that doesn't. That That technique doesn't. But a new way to unboil a key protein in egg whites has been discovered by researchers at the University of California in Irvine and Flinders University in South Australia, which could drastically cost reduce the cost of biotechnology. Um, in our paper, says Gregory Weiss, who's one of the chemists involved, he um, said, we describe a device for pulling apart tangled proteins and allowing th- them to refold. We start with tw- egg whites boiled for 20 minutes at 90 degrees Celsius and return a key protein to in the egg to working order. Okay. Uh, let's find out how. Um, by the way, this has use for things like... Um, uh, there's problems where there are lots of cases of gummy proteins that spend way, you spend way too much time scraping of your test tubes and want some means of recovering that material. I
0: like the sour gummy proteins.
2: Right? Oh yeah. Were yeah.
4: you ever confused but you were afraid to ask cuz you don't you have you don't know if you have the patience to hear it again but yet you don't understand but I'm going to be patient. I don't, okay. totally I don't understand, understand that. No, no. Okay, like in simple layman's form. Okay, you have an egg and then you, even. By the way, I get it. Even if you don't want to do it, the question isn't if you need to do it. Ever, it's just science. And and it's interesting that you could undo a, boil, a hard-boiled egg. So you have a hard-boiled egg, and you, you want one. to undo it. How do you do it? Right okay, now, here, if we're going to do it here, in the kitchen. This yeah, takes a go. couple
0: yeah. minutes, and uh, this is compared with four days of the earlier. Dialysis by the way, we're
3: I bet about. this story pissed off a lot of magicians. Why? Oh uh, yeah, because that's a, it's it's like a pretty wonderful. common thing. You know, it's like you have like a boiled egg, and then like <laughs> it's like, and it's not boiled. Yeah. You know. It is? Yeah, I've seen I've seen a, a sh- I've seen a shitload of magic with uh you go down to comedy and magic every week. They got a Ladies guy. And w- gentlemen, I, over I, here we
4: have a hard-boiled egg. Now. <laughs> Watch.
3: It's a still American a themed magic guy? <laughs> He's in his Apollo Creed hat
4: from uh, Rocky.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so Okay, so the the technique
0: involves adding urea to the uh, albumin, which is the technical word. You're reassured for diarrhea,
4: right? Right. Of okay. No, I know. I'm not stupid. To restore, <laughs>
3: to restore. <a> well, pro- <laughs> that's, why, that's why eggs are. That's why eggs are dairy. D- <laughs> dairy. Sure. And it comes from your dairy air. This all goes back to Latin, Rome. Yeah, you know that. I'm not stupid. No, for the most stupid
4: people having a son. Yeah, it's from diarrhea. Oh, sure, dairy area. I wasn't charging everyone else. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Okay, go ahead. It restores a protein. I don't know why I'm in control now.
0: It restores a protein called lysozyme. The urea had choose the protein, liquefying it, and uh, How would we this do, is only half the battle. do it
4: here? I, I we think wouldn't.
0: No, this is a scientific thing in a lab. This well, is so like, you
4: can't do it here at your no,
0: house. No, but, it's a, but it's, a, it's a finding. This is the first time they'll be able to do this, and it has applications for things in addition to just, like, a okay. stupid party trick. Okay. So, so
2: you first add the urea, and that liquefies the solid That's whites. That's right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yes. it's like you're adding... And then a, you have your boiled egg, no shell, right?
3: Then you add a bunch... Then you pour yeah, some it's, bullshit... This is only with
2: the whites, by the way. Right.
3: You Then you pour some bullshit on it. It's like a liquid. It's called urea. Right, because okay. it's from diarrhea. And then it's still in an unusable and then, pool. And
0: then the egg whites are spun in a high-speed vortex fluid device designed by Professor Raston's laboratory. See, I
3: bet that's what does it.
0: That process <laughs> causes sheer stress, which forces the amino acids back into their untangled form. Wow. So the sodium borohydride approach, and likely vitamin C, dissolves the proteins but changes their bonding patterns so the proteins no longer have their natural functions. Um... For example, lysozyme is an antibiotic protein charged with chewing up the cell walls of any bacteria that make it past the eggshell. But after treatment, um, lysozyme would be unlikely to return to normal. But the urea technique, for which the patent has been filed that we're talking about, would allow, for example, cancer antibodies to be manufactured much more cheaply. The current method involves using expensive hamster ovaries, which have a low rate of protein denaturing. Wow. I don't know what protein denaturing is. Uh, The ability.
2: Wait, what... Protein denaturing is what happens when a protein gets too hot or is exposed to f- chemicals or whatever, and it it changes the shape of the protein.
4: Okay. You so know, this thing make can, means you can. Ice cubes with hot water—they come out clear. This they is the don't always science.
0: though, because this is the thing that I've looked into a lot, because I want to have a a device that makes uh, those ice balls that are perfect that you get at like Disneyland, and that that machine costs a thousand dollars. Yeah, it's an
4: expensive machine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but the guy something. has an Indiegogo. Uh, when you have circle into- ice cubes, it does make the drink better. Oh, but- Why?
0: Uh, well for one thing it's the a uh, sphere is the best um the liquid is, goes is, the the highest, is the highest is the highest is the lowest surface area to volume ratio so it melts so the slowest like, It melts the slowest because for the amount of ice you have it has the least surface area so there's less of the water in touch with it to melt it so it'll take longer to melt oh, for a given amount like of $1, water $1000 to make, $1, to make like, the, I know the I one, cut the off one the, the uh, one that uh, does it right but somebody did a kickstarter to make one that would only be like $80 but it still takes overnight um, because yeah, part of the process is getting the ice clear, which isn't that simple, and then actually having a thing to form, like as a like a, the device that you can get um, the really expensive one, you have to get a clear giant ice cube, and then these two superconductive conductive uh, metal things, like Darth Vader's chamber, come together, and the weight of that puts enough pressure on it to melt to. To melt until it becomes
3: the shape of the ball that's inside. That mm.
0: I'm not doing a good picture, but it's
3: confusing. like,
0: it's crazy because you think it's super cheap, right? Have you, to, have have you guys pool, seen no. those
3: things where it's like it's not ice, but they're just like these metal cubes that you keep in your freezer? But it's a special kind of metal. Oh, it's like and the then it hold. just keeps your drink
2: cold for it a long time. Dilute the but, yeah, it's yeah like and You can get stones ice. as well, like for whiskey. I think they're sort of like these yeah, just like the metal things. But the the reason why hot water would be cl- produce clearer ice, if not perfectly clear. Is it's the gases that are dissolved in the water that cause the opacity? As, as it as it freezes, the gas comes out of solution, but the gas is trapped inside. So that's a little air, that's little bubbles. So warm water and does that it. makes it opaque. But the hot hot water um, is less uh, gases are less soluble in hot water. How do you know that? So, can I just remember it when I was? Um, I remember it from like chemistry as a kid. As you heat water up, solids dissolve more easily in it, but gases dissolve less easily. So salt water, for example you can make it a higher concentration when the water's hot. But carbon dioxide dissolves less in water as it gets hotter, which is one of the reasons why global warming is a real problem. Um, So as you heat up the water, when you're about to freeze it, more of the gas comes out of solution, so that when it then freezes, the water's purer and there's less air that's going to get trapped inside the ice cube.
0: And you should also start with filtered or distilled water, if possible.
2: What about ice sculptors? Because it's always, like, super clear. They'll have to have some kind of really slow freezing process where it, freezes, where it builds up in layers. Because the whole point is, um, the whole idea is, as it freezes... <laughs> 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 so, the idea is... <laughs> <laughs> so, how does it work? <laughs> So what you want is... You you don't... You want it to freeze slowly in layers so that each as each layer freezes, the air can escape out the top because you don't want the air bubbles to get trapped in the middle. You're talking about when they make big ice sculptures. The big ice sculpture, So it has to be frozen very slowly in pieces. Um, so the deal... So going back to these proteins things... They normally use hamster ovaries because that has a low rate of protein denaturing uh but with this method if you have if you are able to make proteins that have been denatured become undenatured which is what's happening when you're unboiling an egg um you could use e coli bacteria uh or yeast to make these cancer medicines which do denature quickly but now you can reverse that process so that's a possible value to this research.
4: This is the only way I can hear about science. I need to hear someone that knows it just delivered to me. In a British like, I gi- no, well, British help, <laughs> but I get that. I get the gist of. I get the gist of it. Like everything today we're talking about, one or two things I, I was a little lost on, but mostly I'm like, oh, okay, that's the way. Like people go, oh, you got to read this book. I go, you read the book, and then you tell me like, that's how <laughs> yeah. I. And then tell me the cool parts about it.
0: Well, here's something that might be a little more straightforward. I hope uh, it's something
4: I know about. It would be so great.
0: Might be, well, have you heard about? <laughs> have you heard about fecal transplantation? No. Well, it's it's a pretty new idea. Uh, I think it's pretty new, and it's it sounds really quack-ish. It sounds like some kind yeah. of like. Bullshit. Can I guess
4: what it's about? <laughs> well, Is it's, the hell it's of it just what? Yeah, yeah. Because I should, I have no idea. Is it about a new way for people to go to the bathroom?
0: <laughs> it's it's putting, <laughs> seriously it's putting someone else's poo inside of you.
4: Why would that? Would that? Would that? The end? Would some? Would it kill certain dis- germs? just for prank. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> For a prank. No, would that would that be like would there be enzymes enzymes in there that would Yeah, yeah that's... it's to do with the bacteria, I believe. Yeah, who's who's uh, doing
2: this?
0: This is well, that's the problem is like even though it's it's been shown or there are there are theory I don't know the current state of the science of proving the link between like the bacteria in your gut and various health issues, but um the this, thinking this... is if you have the poo from someone healthier than you it can have positive effects oh. on your own health.
3: Did you know that if you uh, here's a quick, quick little science fact that I, I find fascinating? If you lay on your left side, you you fart easier uh, than laying on your right side. How did you find that out? Uh, through it's just a fact I know. Okay, I don't know. <laughs> That's it's, you. Sound like you're not taking me seriously there. Well, no, are you I sure am, it's I, not it,
4: just you? Or did you ever read anything? No, that's no. True I've read. I've read. Yeah,
3: oh. this isn't like a self experiment. Which side is better? Left. Left side. It just has to do with how your lower intestine is shaped. And
0: okay, it makes sense to me.
3: You know, unless you,
0: you have uh, a guy in college I knew had either had this disease or made up this disease, where like every organ in his body was uh, it's switched very switched. It's very rare, but the mirror, that's mirror absolutely image like his heart's on the other side. Yeah, it's
3: super rare, but that's absolutely a thing.
0: But I remember him calling it something like Sidus Inversus, which sounds like a made-up
3: name. For
2: no, that's that sound sounds like a I, Harry Potter spell. I think,
3: <laughs> I think that's what it's called. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, I, was, I was worried I had that one time. So, Todd, uh,
0: a Medford-based company is is willing to pay donors up to $250 a week for stool samples to give to patients in need of fecal transplants. So you can start donating your poo for cash. Um, Instead of sitting in a cold room that smells like rubbing alcohol for an hour while a nurse pumps the plasma out of your arm, you could be getting paid for something that leaves your body naturally, your poop. Open Biome, a Medford-based company, pays donors $40 for every stool sample, plus an extra $50 if they donate five days a week. That equals two fifty a week or $13,000 a year. Uh, but with any good thing, there is a catch. Open Biome will only pay you for your poo if you pass a rigorous medical questionnaire, stool, and blood test. When Some it comes people, to poop, they only want the best of the best.
4: Wow. I don't know if this is true or not, but a friend of mine told me that they're, like, freezing it and people are, like, eating it. Like, that's, like, like poopsicles. That, Hello! How can we that's don't have have show, everybody. Something?
2: Good night. <laughs> um... So this company started with these two MIT students. I'm sorry for that
4: joke, seriously dear listeners, they don't know me, they know all of you guys. <laughs> they haven't heard me, they might go really and I, and I and I genuinely apologize. I'm better than that.
2: <laughs> so no, this company no. started with these two MIT students who had a fe- friend who suffered from a gut infection uh, called C difficile and their friend was experiencing nausea, pain and diarrhea up to 10 times a day and had heard about a procedure called fecal microbiota transplant FMT which scientists reported had a 90% success rate for curing C. difficile, but he couldn't find anyone to treat him, so he treated him himself at home using his roommate's stool, a blender, and a glorified turkey baster. But now they've got it at a more professional level.
0: Do you think there were two blenders in that house? I hope so. <laughs>
4: <laughs> go Guys, away.
0: margarita night.
4: <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? You better clean that with Clorox.
0: James! Have you been doing the blender thing again?
4: What blender thing? Who made uh, mudslides? <laughs> oh, <God. No. laughs>
3: yeah. uh, it's a real wild card comment.
0: So <laughs> without <laughs> without approval, without enough approved donors out there and enough trained staff screening the poo, fecal transplants are hard to find. Uh, just like a good man, right, guys? And that's where Open Biome comes in. Uh, the company hopes to provide enough stool to hospitals around the country that anyone who needs a transplant can access one within a two hour drive from their home because chronic diarrhea and road trips just don't mix, Burgess
3: said in a video. I smell a hot switcheroo comedy coming up, but it's only poop switching. <laughs> it's a uh, Jamie Lee Curtis not, it's not and a Lindsay switching movie. <laughs> just, like, You I wake up with to, someone else's
2: poop. I don't know how to tell you this, <laughs> but. <laughs> You have the feces of a murderer, <laughs>
3: and then he he has
4: he has he's still in prison, but he has the feces of a soccer mom, and then it's just it wouldn't said, even change you at all. But you know it. You have the feces of a murderer. Well, uh, well, I'll still live the same life, but I'll know it. it's <laughs> in you? I'm pooping a murderer's poop. I, don't, and I apologize well, for that too, the regular oh, listeners. What do you apologize? I don't have.
0: To. I don't understand how. Hey, am I invited to the
4: festival? Sorry. Listen, uh, what else are we talking about?
0: How do you? Is there an amount of time you have to keep it inside you? You know what I mean, like because it seems like as soon as you would do that, it would want
3: to like come out. No, it's like a bong hit. You know, you <laughs> just, just put it up, there. <laughs> hold it in as long as you can, <laughs> and, then, and then you
2: know, <laughs> let it go.
3: Your first time, you're probably going to cough.
4: Is this absolutely
2: true, or is this like? Oh, a, no, this is this is a true thing. This is absolutely yeah. true. There yeah. are definitely, I, it, I mean, the studies on it are fairly slight at the moment. We cut. We did another story about this a while yeah. ago, and there are certain conditions that are thought to be due to imbalances in the bacteria and what is it the microflora that is yeah. in people's guts in
0: fact there's a lot of people that are uh theorizing in their studies about this that that same bacteria also has a big impact on like psychological problems like there's a tie between the gut bacteria you have and wow. brain functioning gut bacteria
3: um, is super important it's yeah. why it's why your farts smell so bad after a, after a drinking night Oh, my God. You know, it's because it kills so much fucking gut bacteria.
0: I was in New Orleans. Like the alcohol.
3: Okay. And, then, and then you're just farting out dead bacteria. And it uh, smells like death because it's what it is.
0: Yeah. Actually, this, this ties in nicely to another story um, sent in by... Are we, we forgot to mention who sent all these stories, I think.
2: Oh, that story... I think we mostly have... That story was sent in by David Cardarelli. That's right. Um And
0: Ryan McCarthy.
4: Ryan McCarthy. Ryan McCarthy. Ryan. Sinning. Ryan guy. Ryan guy. A McCarthy era. McCarthy. Ryan. What's up? Ryan.
0: No relation to Jenny McCarthy, who has blocked all of us on Twitter because true we, story. Why? <laughs> uh, you know how she was anti-vaccine. She was the one that was uh, helping get helping get the word out, um, uh, promoting the theory that that children's vaccines were linked to autism. Mm -hmm. And now without those vaccines, there's a new measles outbreak. So she's been getting a lot of shit on Twitter for being part of the problem here, which she is. That's why she blocked Uh, you
3: guys? (laughs) What'd you do? I was just a shitty date. Had a shitty date. Yeah, yeah, she didn't want to hang out anymore.
0: Um, But Ryan McCarthy sent an article about how uh, scientists, or doctors are prescribing intestinal parasites to prevent the autoimmune reaction in celiac disease. So basically you could cure gluten intolerance by putting an intestinal parasite inside of someone's gut.
4: My, my, parents are, uh, my mom and dad are in the gluten business. It's been a tough five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, because all these people. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard like
0: across the Midwest that like, gluten factories are shutting down.
4: Yeah, it's People don't see the, others,
2: uh, the flip it, side. In the it's Philly's of a big gluten town, right? Yeah, it's it's a very in the gluten, gluten
0: belt <laughs> and that whole area has been hit really yeah, hard.
3: And You know, they used to call that place a gluten tootin' good time yeah. and <laughs> now <anymore>. it's, you um, know,
4: <laughs> This. You, know what I, you know what my pet peeve is? And it's not even that I uh, have a nut allergy or gluten allergy. You know, everything can be absurd. Anything legitimate has an absurd side. But to write it off, I don't... Those people just rub... And I say this defending those people. Rub me the wrong oh, no. fucking way. What do you they mean? Write off any... There are people that genuinely... And by the way, it's not me, so I'm not defending myself. Yeah. I pretty much have an ironclad stomach. You know what I mean? My, I eat whatever I want, sure, I'm sure, good. Sure. But there's people that genuinely find out a food that it did them the wrong way. Right. And there's some people that, ah, oh, but that, everything, the peanut, the, the gluten, everything's okay. Yeah, everything's fake, but what you know. <laughs> right. That's right. <laughs> whatever you know is real and anything new that comes... Are there some things that come along new that, are, that end up being bullshit? Of course. But the concept that, no, what I know is real... And Anything that comes along after what I originally knew is fucking bullshit. Is that the way you live your life? Well, you must be it must be great for you, you <laughs> fucking idiot.
3: I would love for someone to still have that like Boston doc worker accent, but then like really be self aware about it. Like, ah, it's as if your life experiences and mine didn't add up the same way we have different outlooks. Ah. I, well that's what that's what it's
0: saying. It's it's like it's my like, reality I, may work for me, but you know, perhaps in your situation your experiences have led you to different conclusions ah, and those conclusions. Anything
4: uh, up new is bad. What <laughs> there's no oh well oh, oh, I'm the moron. New things come along that make sense. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. There's some new things come along that actually are true. Does that sound like it could be right? Of course not. <laughs> That's that whole – and that's like the whole thing when I remember even making – I'm not a vegetarian. Why do I point that out? Because when you defend another group, it's not self-serving. So I'm not a vegetarian. But I love people that go, uh, oh, you know, that when, if somebody says they're um, – especially if they say they're um, – Past vegetarian, not Me. past. Vegan. Mm. They go, do you have a leather belt? Do, 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 how about the... Hey, hey, fucking relax, fuck face. <laughs> they're not judging you. 99% of the time, people that are vegan are not judging you. You feel judged. So you're coming out with your fangs out. When they're not judging you, it's their way of life. They're They very rarely... Say anything, but you feel judge, so you start. Hey, what we'll about your leather seat? Just fucking relax, okay? Well, pe- <laughs> people
3: hate people hate being made self aware. So so like, uh, or think, they
0: hate having someone else. They hate having this image in their head that someone's like, "Oh, you, oh, you think you're better than me?" Even right. if they don't say it. They, like, they think
3: well, that, but, that, that person uh, thinks
0: they're better than them. Or something. I
3: don't. I don't know if they think that. I think they. I think it's their own insecurity. Like, uh, I'm right.
0: like, I'm because, vegetarian because they're putting that thought right. there. Of yeah, like, 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 this person thinks he's above I've, me for some. That's reason what I like.
2: Think. I'm vegetarian. Oh, and, and, and you had to mention it. And I yeah. don't
3: <laughs> oh, always talking about. Oh, I don't kill but, animals like you guys for sport and eat them. And but I don't. I don't offer that. I mean, obviously, right now we're talking about it, so I say I'm a vegetarian. But I, if I go out, if I'm hanging out or whatever, it's never a thing I bring up ever until someone says, um, Why are you eating that hippie bullshit? And then I'm like, eh, I just like it, you know. And it actually right. takes some prodding for me to say I'm a vegetarian, and they immediately get pissed off.
4: They do, and let me, and let me it's, tell you, something. It's the I'm, I'm a meat eater, so again, I can say yes, there is this. Not everybody, but there's overwhelmingly a lot of people that go in. If you say you're a vegetarian, I remember one look, you know, they'll say, "Oh, you're a vegetarian," and then they'll say, "Oh, there's so, like," a, I remember this is like 20 years Dude, ago. People when, go. You know, Hitler was a vegetarian. You, compa- right. you just compared me to Hitler? <laughs> right? We just met no. at a party. So well, a pa- they'll say well, you're an can't. autist. All of a sudden well, you know, Hitler be- was an oh, Look, there, uh, there's, there's, there's probably ways to eat meat and be healthy. If you're eating genuinely free-range meat, there's probably a way to eat meat and be healthy, and there's a way to eat meat and be unhealthy. Same thing with a vegetarian. Of course. There's probably a way to do it, healthy and unhealthy. But oh, I, I love some, when an unhealthy yeah. meat eater hears a vegetarian. I've seen this so many times. He goes, Where do you get your protein from? Ah, fuck you. Where do you get your fucking protein from? <laughs> from you, fuck
3: and also the thing is 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 me it makes me feel insecure because i'm sitting there and i want to tell them the whole time is i thrill kill gypsies like that's what i do so it's like you know you think you think i'm better than you you know it's it's about the animals i you love know animals but
2: it's also did that are you serious
4: yeah let me tell you huh. something people that don't eat meat and, uh, Did you just compare him to Hitler?
0: Did
2: but you just, just compare him to Hitler? Look, I don't... I, I don't I people, I know. Hitler made his mistakes, mistakes too. Of his ju-
4: <laughs> Everybody, people don't realize that. Every, even Hitler made mistakes.
2: <laughs> no, if I
3: could go back in time, if I had a time machine, and I'd kill Hitler. You know, because the second in command could have gotten it done. I think that... <laughs> that's one of my favorite awful things. to. People also hate... Uh, they hate finding out you don't drink. Like, if you're at a party, everyone's drunk. Because they hate the flash of, like... This motherfucker thinks he's better yeah, than me, yeah, that, and it's right. and it's like uh, I don't I don't think a lot of people view it that way.
4: Yeah, the non-drinker doesn't view
3: it that
0: way, not at saying. all.
4: No, I, I agree with you. I think overwhelmingly, whether it's someone that drinks or vegetarian or vegan, overwhelmingly they are not judging. If anything, they're very humble about it. I remember over the years, whenever now when I'm having people over my house you think that you, you know there's vegetarians when you're making something you have a, I always make a vegetarian yeah, dish yeah. and I remember once it was like literally maybe 20 years ago it was when I first moved to LA I was considering I was going to make something for vegetarian I go oh I should make a vegetarian thing and they go oh fuck vegetarians I'm like what year are you from? Like right, and right, and they're 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 the opposite of a pain in the ass whenever you didn't think of vegetarians if they came over your house whatever you had that was vegetarian like if there was corn they'd be like, "Oh, I just love corn." They would always try to make you feel yeah, good, yeah, you know. Yeah. But anyway, fuck yeah. that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so But the gluten thing, I will say, and again, whatever works for you. You know my you, family's
4: in the gluten business. Hopeful <laughs> <laughs> sir. I just it was that deja vu. Oh
3: my! That uh, I just had. Holy shit!
4: Yeah, oh my I could sworn you said that. A yeah. few minutes. Did we talk about déjà vu? Did you, yet? did you
3: not say that before? <laughs> no, you're talking about That's how crazy. you guys. You're talking about shooting gluten, the gluten free range gun range range. Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> that just doesn't make any sense.
3: <laughs> but I had all the time he goes,
4: the gluten. What was that again? I, I probably
3: couldn't do it again. it was probably out of
4: my range. I thought it was Andy, range. Andy, you okay. got the floor.
0: Okay. Because
4: um, I know so, you're very upset about uh, uh, no, 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 this. No, I'm not upset No, no, I can see it in your face. <laughs> Plus, you're giving me the finger and holding up a shush sign. Yeah. Your listeners should only know.
0: <laughs> we talked about, I think we've talked about how the gluten intolerance has sort of been disproven. Like celiac disease is a real thing that affects about one in 150 people. And if you have that Like that, that is I mean that's like I know people that get that Like rashes mm-hmm. And like actual in, Inflammatory and responses They
2: might have a treatment They might have that's a
0: solution the thing we're talking about Yeah so, so they're finding
4: that Gluten is maybe not It doesn't By the way Real quick And then I swear I'll shut up well, if they find out that gluten, okay, in this situation, maybe that's not, okay, there's some things that aren't. We're saying just don't dismiss everything that comes well, down. Well, here's
0: the other thing. is like if you, if you do a gluten-free diet and you're like, I'm getting great results out of this, I mean, it's probably because you're cutting out a lot of carbs, carbs yeah, you're cutting which, carbs. which will be a good thing no for you. No one defies that. So it's right. like, who cares? Fine. Whatever. But I mean, it's just like, if you want to get down to yeah. the semantics of why you're doing it. I used to eat you're seven doing cakes it, a day, it's... but once I discovered <laughs> I was gluten right. yeah, 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 yeah. did you
4: ever have pretzel rolls?
0: Oh my God! Pretzels are the absolute pretzel rolls. Pretzel roll, like a like a hamburger yeah. on a pretzel roll. Yeah, oh, yeah it's the best pretzel. thing ever.
4: Whenever I go to a restaurant, and they give you a basket of rolls, and in there are some pretzel rolls, and they give you other rolls. I go, let's cut the shit. All we want are the pretzel rolls. Yeah, right. So let's stop giving me this the sourdough that I, I know some Do people. Do you know are what?
0: That's what actually what makes pretzels and and pizza dough spong- stretchy and spongy. What? it's Sour gluten. Dough. The gluten is what makes it that spongy, right. stretchy. That's what's so satisfying, not what's so satisfying, What, what I, the texture, yeah. which is
3: what I love. No, wow. I hate a Chewy. fucking cock basket of rolls. <laughs> Biggest thing in the... <laughs> that was right. That's probably... No, uh, how about I mean, with some of the, if some it's of the rolls? it's not pretzel rolls, you're right. Yeah. There's
4: two, there's something in there that's better than all the others. Give me those. Hey, and, and Red and the Lobster, b- zero stars on Yelp. <laughs> cock
3: bucket of rolls. That's what I say. <laughs> <laughs>
0: how about bread that has olives inside it you don't expect until you bite into it? There's olives baked into the bread. I fucking
3: love olive oh. bread, dude. I don't um, know. get the fuck out. of... Oh, you Man. hate olives, though, Andy. Olives are the worst food in the world.
4: You always hated olives. I've always. I hated remember olives. when I met you. The first thing you
3: told me. <laughs> no, he wouldn't even read Popeye unless he was beating her.
2: <laughs> I, I. Uh... So in this study, in this study. Oh yes. <laughs> Twelve participants with uh, celiac disease, and this might have implications for asthma and Crohn's disease too. Um, they were infected deliberately with twenty Necator americanus, which is hookworm larvae. They were then given a uh, gradually increasing doses of gluten, with their daily dose in the final stage being equivalent to a medium-sized bowl of spaghetti. And it worked. Apparently, like a meal, they were able to eat it with no ill effects. That's a meal that would normally trigger a debilitating inflammatory response, leaving a celiac patient suffering symptoms like diarrhea, cramps, and vomiting. Wow.
0: And it's interesting, the article also said that places where those hookworm infestations are more prevalent in, in poorer tropical countries, those countries have much lower incidences of celiac disease and inflammatory bowel disease. I mean, at the cost mean- of the, the the horrible effects of these hookworm infestations. Sure. But, but that does but, mean
2: that then, like, gluten intolerance is literally a first-world problem.
0: Right, we don't have enough parasites uh, to tearing apart our bodies.
4: To- I, I try not to, I, I, maybe as, you know, as I, as I grow as i get older i used to write off things that i didn't relate with and then all you have to do is then get those things and then all of a sudden you go okay yeah. like the one was two majorly one whenever everybody had i know you might think really you defied back trouble i thought they were overacting a yeah, little yeah, because right. they were seem fine and all of a sudden oh 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 and then it happens to you <laughs> yeah. and you're like oh god and the other thing was whenever anybody wanted to sit my friend Lacy always wanted to sit in the front of the car because she said she got car sick and I was like, you know what, if you want to sit in the front of the car you don't have to make up some <laughs> fucking cockamamie reason. No, 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 you just no. yell I want shotgun s- before anyone else does. Yeah, just yell shot I still yell shotgun. People say it's immature and you know what I say? I go then let me sit up front all the time. Yeah. <laughs> other other than that, I don't know a better way to do it, yeah. you know. So <laughs> and I'm 32 doing this. <laughs> Um, so uh, the other one was car sick, and all of a sudden, I, and look, it's real. Like it's not. And I thought, oh, I feel sort of bad because all I have to be doing sometimes I don't get it at all. But if my like it could be as stupid as even if I am a passenger and the phone falls in between the seats, take my eyes off the road, go in between yeah. the seats trying to get it. Boom! It's nauseous. when your
0: your brain's getting mixed signals, like what it's sensing in in your uh, in your inner ear. Your, your equilibrium your, is as, off, I think. Well, yeah, but but if you see things that are moving, you, your yeah. brain allows you to. Match that up with what's happening in your inner ear Yeah, that's
2: what it is When you're looking at the inside of a car Or if you're looking at a book Then your eye is telling you, well, nothing's moving Because you're not moving relative to the car You're just looking at this fixed seat Your eyes are going, we're not moving But your balance is going, we are moving And it's that disconnect between the two That's the way I need to hear things I understood
4: that Shut the fuck up I (laughs) I think I'm smart or something
3: (laughs) I I used to write off people that have been dick-slapped by mimes I thought that's you know I, it's hilarious your little problem you know and then it had one, one one trip to France and then it, yeah one trip to France watching the robot routine and then there it happens and now it's uh, nothing but empathy no uh I, oh, that seemed the guys- listeners know this I got a hemorrhoid last year I used to write Do off the hem- listeners know the hemorrhoid that's all I talked about for like weeks oh, okay okay
4: did you go get it operated on or I didn't have to get it operated
3: I was able to like. Uh, Cream, water, exercise. I was able to, to get it. But I mean, it's still- That's well,
0: so when we found out that everyone has hemorrhoids.
3: Everyone has hemorrhoids in there. And but when they become thrombosed, become piles, that's when they, that's when they, they exit. Them- that's when it's a fucking yeah, problem. Yeah. And this thing was brutal. And uh, I mean, I went to the doctor. I got it checked out. And they're like, "If it, in a week, you know, and I'm like, I can't move. Because, you know, you hear old people complaining about eh, hemorrhoids. And it's like, shut the fuck yeah. up. And then, it ruins your life. Your life's just over. I've
4: heard of them. I never had. I don't. I don't think I've had. Ha-
3: but I've no, had. I I've known. had like a really. You would have known. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, is it like it? Okay. What does
3: it feel like? It feels like um, very tiny ninja doing like a martial arts routine in your asshole okay that's
0: happening to me right now i just got back from four days four days in new orleans i'm not kidding i got back from four days in new orleans where i was drinking constantly and like having the the worst
3: that might be a different thing
0: no but because of how much has been going on down there the constant irritation like all day today has been oh yeah yeah misery i don't know if that's i
4: heard you're not supposed to there's this thing you can buy for your toilet that because we're meant to squat more and you put your feet up that's probably real, and, and and you're not supposed to push, you know. Um, right. My brother, Corey, used to sit on the toilet for so long, and he had red marks on his legs, and he told the doctor – he goes, I have red marks on my legs sometimes, and they figured it out because he's sitting really. <laughs> right. When I was
0: a kid, I was so addicted to reading that I wouldn't, I would like put off going to the bathroom because I love this book so much. that I'd finally be like, fine, I'll go to the bathroom. And then I would sit there reading the book for so long after I'd already finished shitting just because I don't want to like put the book down. My legs would fall asleep. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't get When I got up, I couldn't walk. It's
3: really bad for you to do that. I, I'm sure. I would oversit. Yeah. Sit. yeah know, you're not,
4: so that, they, they say you're not supposed to do that.
3: Yeah. Right. I was a bad kid. Now I only poop squatting now. I still can't afford those things. I'll go in the yard you know yes. and,
4: and we'll... I've tried it to, to just do it without the, the stool you put in it just to see and, and you, it, it does make sense it does come out easier yeah. and you can see oh there's some truth here's to that. the other thing you can
2: buy for a toilet uh, and that
4: is the the thing that
2: a lot of Japanese toilets have which is the sort of the bidet attachment the bidet nozzle yeah that then like just hoses you clean rather than using paper which is f- cleaner
4: and less stress on everything but can I tell you something? I don't. It's. It's. We know we're having this conversation right now for more. We're not trying to be disgusting, but it's yeah, one of those yeah. things. I don't understand unless you wipe first and then maybe use the water to get that to get it really clean. But you can't just squirt water up. It's not going to be enough with a shitty ass. That's what I feel like. I right? Can. I would well, have to come up with a lot of water and it yeah. would splash everywhere. I think I'm making sense. I no, think you no, are. One...
0: no, I tried one of the Japanese ones and like then I wiped afterwards. I'm like, oh, this didn't do the trick. If let you me, wipe it it first
4: and then it gets it clean, because that it I last... totally understand. Yeah. Let me ask you
3: this. When you take a shit before a shower, do you still wipe? Yeah. Oh, oh God, of course. Why? Because like... You're, you're going to be it's, touching it's, some poo tell, in the shower, but you want to minimize the poo
0: touches. Yeah, maybe
4: you don't have to wipe as good if you know you're right. jumping. So you don't we're all, want to have cakes of shit all yeah. over your ass. Excuse yeah. so me. So we're all pretending we don't go in the shower. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You don't. Yeah, you don't have. Everyone goes to the shower. You don't have to use paper. And he's just mashing it down that drain with your feet, feet, with your toes.
2: like,
0: just like it's like a play machine.
3: Yeah, it's coming out like a meat grinder yeah. from like the Pink
2: Floyd. uh oh, the gross. brick of the wall. Uh, people sometimes listen to this while they're eating. What are we doing? Oh God, we're I no, know we're, we're sorry. We
4: were, At to, we were
0: trying to get less dirty. I did want to say one quick thing. It's not science, but the same person that sent the story about like the, that
4: was science. So yeah, okay. so <laughs> I know we're talking about scientific Let's shit take in the a shower.
0: Quick detail from this. Like
2: just for a second, just a little bit mashing down a plug hole, but let's get back to let's go off on
3: So Ryan McCarthy
0: Matt, also. Matt, I'm with you.
2: I agree, the table is the split.
3: Shower. No, the table. Not was shitting in the shower. No one. I'm pretty sure Matt was joking. <laughs> um, okay. The table is split on the bidet issue. I would use a bidet and just a bidet
0: sure um, okay all i'm saying is if you ever use one right after you use it just try wiping
3: and see see if it's clean i have see- done this double blind study <laughs> okay you know what i mean it came out clean
4: okay. okay maybe i have to ask you a few questions because I've, I've i've never used one but i like the idea of being clean i can't just i yes. have i don't want to get too descriptive I'm not, like in a public to be area I I take have to, after i do it, it go get a weight paper towel and just i, I like to be clean right yeah so you're a wet wipes guy I don't have them with me, but I'll go. you got to get the thing of wet wipes. Yeah, those are in great. Maybe, but you when, don't like when, Where those? would you keep them? On the back in, of the in toilet. In the back of the toilet. Yeah. Oh, oh, here at the house. I'm all right with it. I'm talking about if you're at the airport or at a restaurant. Even but still, then, even at the house. To, well, quite I, quite Todd, a lot of time, restaurants recommend. will give you those like, hot towels. So that's that's, what that's restaurants important. do you go <laughs> to? <laughs> I mean, some, but not in the bathroom. There's not a guy giving you a hot no, towel to wipe just, you your know, ass. You bring it with you. You bring it with
3: Todd, use the other rolls. Because you got those pretzel rolls You don't want <laughs> the other rolls What you do is you sneak One of those in there
4: No the ones you don't like Yeah
3: they're mean, absorbent the, yeah. yeah
4: Okay let me genuinely ask this Don't take I know...
3: biscotti I tried it once no. and I just <laughs> Did not take a biscotti Did not take a biscotti that I, That's how I got the hemorrhoid
4: and, and the ones with the olives Hidden inside <laughs> no, no, no. Let <laughs> me ask this genuinely No, not, it's, it's one thing It's a disgusting it's, it's, it's not disgusting All right. it's, it's,
2: We're not treating it disgustingly We're It involves a, a
4: silly topic Three inches can, can ruin your dinner If someone's eating But I'm genuinely asking So I have a feeling and, and I might be completely wrong. If you if you wipe first and then you have the, the what's it called?
0: The bidet or the, bidet, the Japanese thing. I get it. Yeah.
4: You, or you can also use a duvet and you just wipe your ass okay. with that. Sure. <laughs> sure. No. Um, that that it would be good. But I have a feeling if you just went to the bathroom, and by the way, there's different severities of going to the bathroom. Of course. Sometimes uh, if you haven't had a lot of fiber and, and you know, because yeah. the cleaner, yeah. if, if you have a lot if of fiber, a... once you start realizing what fiber does and you go to the bathroom and you're like... Oh, it does something. That's a clean. You, you go to wipe clean and there's break. not a lot. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. But if you don't or you had something, some food, sure. and then you have that type of, you're going to the bathroom. There's that type. And then you sit on there on the do. What's it called? The John Bonnet. The and, and water starts splashing up there. I don't. I can't imagine that. It's gonna to have to squirt. It's gonna be yeah, hosing out a too. bucket and with cement in too. it. You're just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> sure, sure. So I have a feeling. Anybody, if you tried one, even you, and you'd go, you were right. You got to wipe first, and well, then. Of course.
3: Well, you know, the answer, like most things, in the universe is is both. I mean, you know, do as much as you can for your asshole. I would say. <laughs> I've thought
2: about that's this. What you took it. No, I would uh, listen. I throw away mine after every use. What. My asshole. Oh. Yeah. No, I've said <laughs> this. I know I've said this
3: on the show before. But look, the most simple animal I can think of is um, a worm. It's a mouth connected to an asshole. That's all a fucking worm is, right? Mouth. It's
0: also, uh, in terms of topology theory, the same thing as a
3: human being. Right?
0: Well, that's what I'm I saying. I
2: It's just a donut. Well, no, we've got nose holes though, haven't okay. we? No. Oh, damn it. Okay. Listen. Yeah.
3: Mouth go into asshole. That's 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 what a worm is to me. Mouth to ass. Or yes. whatever You know what I mean The, the object um, that, That's what a worm is Every other animal Is just a fancier Fucking worm Put some legs on it You got an ant right, Put right. some wings on there You got a butterfly But right? it's in and, in and out In a process H- in between H- Humans are the most Complex worm yeah. So why isn't the, the same amount of attention Given to the asshole As the mouth Because the way We treat our assholes Wiping after afterwards It's the same as like After you eat a meal Instead of brushing your teeth You just sort of Wipe your teeth on the wall That's kind of what, what uh, My teeth are clean Clean your asshole. Well, by the way, get in there with a water like, pick. What what are the anal <laughs> <the atal> equivalents <laughs>
0: of, of, of dental flosses? Like,
4: again, I'll say this every time, and I don't know why. It's it's uncomfortable to talk about, but I agree. When I was younger, I didn't care as much. It's a 50-50 split. They're just as important. No, no, it's it's. I just don't. I if I'm at the airport, I try never to use a public bathroom. But when I have to, I will. I will with okay. Put modesty aside. I will go to the bathroom. If I remember, I'll get some wet paper towel when I'm going in. And then you, when you're done, when you get as clean as you can get it, then <laughs> you use some towel. You put it on your crotch, piss towel. my
3: pants, you walk out. And then people think you didn't use the...
4: <laughs> but, uh, but I can't go just do it with paper t- with toilet paper. I want to be clean. Just You're right. Yeah. Just like my mouth. I don't yeah. want to go the rest of the day if I'm not really clean. But I don't know. I, I think if there was uh, those... What are they called again? Why can't I... A, bu- a uh, ba- Chevrolet. A, a Chevrolet. Yeah. In the airport bathroom... You have to switch. Do you go to the toilet, and then you switch over, I mean, or is it the same there toilet? There are two
0: things. Like the French used to have two... Th- I think that's why it's a French word, but then the Japanese toilets now are high-tech, and they have like a little... Like, uh, poke-
2: it's like a control panel. It's the
0: second week in row we talked about this, isn't yes. it? I'm
4: okay. oh, sorry. I feel like no, it. no, no, no. no, 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 no. I get it now. There's one that does both. I get it. It's You know what? I think, before I talk about it anymore, because if someone's home and they know about this, they're going, oh, I could clean this up, this conversation up. I'm going to go try to use one and then we'll and you'll have me back on. We'll have
3: back. <laughs> so let I'll me let <laughs> me ask you this about talking. the wet paper towels. Think those would clog. Those would clog. No, no, no. I'm saying if you okay. use a, yeah, if you use like a wet a wet toilet paper or something like that, do you ever find that that makes it lose it's five parts of it come oh, off oh, on
0: no, you no no no, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah, i yeah,
4: use yeah. i don't use uh, i use that dry and then i'll go get paper towel if they have and it
0: and paper towel because it doesn't break down towel, towel, because it don't have paper towel, because
4: it's all hand dryers then you just take toilet paper and you just be then careful. you got to get up there oh, at you the can hand can
3: dryer hand dry yourself <laughs> and, and then, then just chisel it off weird in public but people people know what you're doing
0: On a less shitty uh topic. The same listener that wrote in about the hookworm wrote in um uh, I, I forgot to gloat last week when Tom Petty did actually settle out of court with Sam Smith and got the rights to uh, Yeah Stay With Me, which is like a rip off of yes. I won't I won't back down. Do you know that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But then uh, I just got bad news about Marvin Gaye's estate trying to sue Robin Thicke for Blurred Lines, which is, you know, the same as, uh, what's the Marvin Gaye song? I used to go well to, what's it called? Got to Give It Up. It's called Got to Give It Up. And they're so blatantly the same thing. But then it turns out that uh, Marvin Gaye only owns the right to the song itself. So like the sheet music of Mm. it, it's just the melody. And like the vocal melody in that song isn't, that similar to Blurred Lines. It's just everything else that... Can I ask you a question the about that? The really
4: similar. The actual yeah.
0: everything else but the vocals,
4: yeah. In comedy, there's no defying that sometimes people steal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But there's also no defying, that's why your reputation's important. No one has a bad rep for stealing in comedy because one person accuses them of stealing. Uh, or two people. There can be two crazy people. You can have an open... You're an open mic night. And so it's when you have... By the time you have a rep, it's not because one... Cra- it's because... 10 people have accused you yeah so right. no one's defined that comedians can be thieves but also amongst my comedian friends that are you know we can admit that not only have i done a bit like in other comedians of course but like going what and you know you can't lie to yourself you can lie outwardly but i'm talking about the conversation you have with yourself unless you're sick you can't lie to yourself going that's fucking crazy not only is it a bit like theirs but it's we did it a crazy the same. Right. Yeah. So is there a chance obviously with music, you know there's people that stole other people's fucking music. Who knows what they were fucking thinking, but we know that's a fact. Yeah. But what but can could there be a chance oh, yeah. that with blurred and, lines and that thing, like they're going holy
0: fuck uh, like, no, see, I think blurred lines is not I think the Tom Petty Sam Smith it probably, could be a subconscious probably was lift. a subconscious lift for Sam yeah. Smith. Um, but I still can't believe that all those backup singers and like everyone in the no process—no one heard it, no, like one, no one said was like, anything. Hey, we all know this other song, right? But with blurred lines, I feel like it was a conscious effort to see how close can we get to this other hit dance song that already has a great because it's not quite a sample, which would be—you
2: could have just done a sample. It's and the produ- it, yeah. What's weird about it it is not the melody; it's the production yeah. and the vibe. I, I want to hear it really when we take time. a break, so
4: yeah, I can. So I can. No, when we're done, and people do
2: accuse
3: you of that. I mean, I every time I go on stage, I'll do my I can't get a cab thing, and people are like that's prior, you know, and it's oh like, yeah, that is prior.
0: <laughs> I but it's thing. like there isn't the equivalent of like number one songs when it comes to comedy bits off of albums. You know, there isn't like this dance right. song that's been part of the
2: lexicon, right. part well, of our culture is, for 40 you know. Years. If, if you started doing a bit where you that's claimed like, yeah, if you went like, "No one respects me," is your catchphrase? <laughs> no.
4: Well, Roger Dangerfield. You know, Rodney had a brother, Rod. Uh, Roger Dangerfield. No, he gluten intolerant. Well. What? Gluten intolerant. He was, he was glued entire Roger Dangerfield. He more complained. He'd be like, I'll tell you, my kid ain't too smart. He flunked out of college. <laughs> he didn't really figure out how to make it funny. Right, right, <laughs> right. It was Roger Dangerfield, his brother. Rodney's the one who figured out how to of make course, it funny. Of course. I'll tell you, my wife, she's no good either, you know? The other day, I caught her fooling around. That hurts when you're with someone you love. Right. Like he, he sort of complained. It was just right. complaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Roger Dangerfield. Sure. Yeah. Everyone knows Roger Dangerfield. Well, no one knows him because he, he just
3: No, he, he did the almost jokes tour. I remember that. Yes, yeah. and, and
4: Rod like Roger said, I'll tell you my wife can't cook everything we eat, it doesn't taste good. <laughs> and then Rodney was the first to go, I'll tell you my wife's a bad cook. We caught a fly fixing the screen door. No yeah, yeah. Made it. we pray, at our house we pray after we eat. Rodney no, figured I remember, out how to make it funny. I remember
3: Roger, Rogers catchphrase people don't like me.
4: Right. Oh and it was yeah. It didn't catch on. I'll tell you, people don't like me. It Didn't even sound it sounds,
3: it sounds sad. Yeah. yeah.
4: I'll tell you the other day, you know? I'll tell you my uh yeah but I can't think of anything. I'll tell you my kids they ain't too good either. My one kid doesn't call me on my birthday. I'll tell you what, people don't like me. It's, a, it's just the whole thing was...
3: I got a cat. It's not that cute. It's missing some hair because of an accident one time. People don't like me. See,
4: See what, what I mean? It's Growing up, laser. we were so
3: poor. Sometimes we had to share clothes from our older siblings.
4: People don't like me. <laughs> <laughs> is this science? This is science. <laughs> it is science. No, it is. It's science. It's, 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 so- is the, si- <laughs> it's the science of comedy
2: where can our listeners find out more about you and your work where can they track you down me well
4: i'm uh, uh doing a netflix special that we hope will be out in i'm gonna say october nice it's the first netflix special and i'm saying it i'm marking because i don't think anyone could you know maybe get ahead of me but i'm doing um pot ha- about 40 percent my podcast and 60 percent stand up and it's going to cut back and forth it won't be the part of my podcast where there's like you know the whole group it'll just be the part where i'm like you know, venting about something. I could be angry about something. I could be happy about something. But it's me into the mic. It's sort of like the, when I'm upset about something or pre- maybe it's preachier than funny because on the podcast you can be. Mm-hmm. And then it goes into the act where, oh, this became a bit. I oh, that's great. I was like going to show like, the, the root of that, mit- the germ of that material. Yeah, like, exactly. And, when it, and it's sort of what's been happening because on the podcast like I'll talk about something and then I'll go and someone will, you know, and then eventually I'll get figure out a way to make it work in the act.
3: Do you worry... Because I wonder about this Because this happens on our podcast uh-huh. Is where I'll say something And then I'll make a mental note Where I'm like Hey that was a pretty funny premise That I said And then I'll write a bit about it But then do you worry Fans of your podcast Come to a show And they're like Did it on the fucking podcast No
4: because by the time You do it in your act it, To me it made it You turned it into a joke
3: And I bet it's almost exciting
0: For someone to yeah, be like, Oh he I, I heard about when you Because first... you're not yeah. You're
4: not doing it Like You're not doing it on the, To me on the podcast Like Like I What's a good example I can give you? Like, I'm not a big fan of. Uh, um, um, I'm not a big fan of uh, using the word, you know, retarded as an adjective, you know? Sure. I, and so, but on the podcast, I can just vent about it and we can just talk about it. You know, how do you convince people? And I get it. Some people go, wow, it's just a. And, but but you can't go on stage and just discuss it like that. So by the time it makes it to the stage, it's turned into a joke. Right. I make a point, but it turns into a joke. And then I think the listening audience will be like, oh, that we heard him talking about on the podcast. It made it into the act. Last Some things you- don't make it into the act. They just stay on the podcast because I never brought them into the act. Sure. Last time I saw you do stand-up, I think you were doing a bit that I'm
2: sure was one of those. It was a bit about um – parents hitting their kids and it almost i'm
4: i'm almost certain that started off as a rant on your podcast you know what that that's funny I'm you talked about
0: that back on comedy
4: and everything else so, I've, been, yeah. I've been i've been i let me tell you something i've been talking about that for a long time and somebody about three years into me always talking about that i don't believe in spanking kids of course. Um, it's fucking hard i get it but the test results are in it's not up for debate anymore you don't have to listen to somebody at one point anymore you don't have to listen to them uh, when they think, well, there's a reason to do it. No, no, no. It's not open for debate. Two plus two is four. And if you say two plus two is seven, at one point, we write you off. Not because we're not wanting to engage in an intelligent conversation. It, it, 30 years ago discussing it, no, you couldn't write someone off. Now we're at the point where the test results are in. It doesn't work. I support other kinky things with your kids, though. Thank you. That's my point. So what I... No, just kidding. So real quick, 10 seconds. So I went a little long. Um... So I used to talk about that on the podcast all the time. And some people asked me, oh, were you... They just took for granted that I must have been really hit when I was young. And I said, oh, no... All my anger comes from doing comedy all these years and hearing every shit bad oh, comedian. Yeah. We need to go oh, back God. to hit our kids. Yeah. we need to go back day, to go hit our dad kids. Get the belt
0: and yeah, like, yeah. Look and then at the you! Cheers, applause breaks for someone. Yeah, being they like, cheer yeah, and it makes to- me
4: so angry. Yeah, it's like yeah. no, no, no. You're proof that hitting kids. It, the only it, it, you, oh, my dad hit me and I turned out all right. Yeah, guess what? You fucking didn't.
3: <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about, man. The mm-hmm. the fucking uh, the. I mean, I started <laughs> in the south. And every yeah. comic. And it was just an applause line. Some comics. They didn't, applauded. right? Was, some comics didn't there was no angle on it. No, no. It's just like it's an easy, it's like oh, support the troops. It's like
0: a, it's the a support the yeah, troops. Yeah, yeah.
4: And the joke I end up coming up again, that I don't want to be preacher that I'm funny. On the podcast, I, I that's the vehicle for it. I love it, because you can preach about something and, and discuss it. But I think the joke became people would find out they didn't have kids and they would go, Oh, if you don't have kids, you can't talk about you know, the People are
0: telling you that you, yeah, like your opinion was, is invalid because yeah, you not Yeah, because I don't have
4: kids. And yeah. I said, yes, on the intricacies of having children, you're right. What type of diapers would I use? Would I let them watch TV? No, you're right. Have kids before you. But on the big thing like that, that's like saying I would never hit my wife. And someone goes, oh, you know, wait, do you have a wife? You can't. No, I think... <laughs> Right. My friend Kevin, who is a child therapist Wait till you meet a Jew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all say that. And then he said something that I thought made a lot of sense. I and look, give me one minute. I was good the whole show. I didn't oh, go off no, on no, a no. tangent. Do yeah. no, um, we're not in the big one fifty. Yeah. I think they confuse when I say that. By the way, I didn't make this shit up. I wanted to educate myself. Some people that that believe that a certain amount of spanking's all right, they didn't come to that conclusion by really being up on what they're learning about children, they had that thought and they just hold on to it because if you want to shed that thought, you would have because the, yeah. all the information's out there. But the uh, the uh, I asked my friend, you know, Kevin, about this because I know it's hard and I think when people say, "Oh, I wouldn't hit my kids if I had them," they think that I think it's easy. No. I get it. Kids are manipulative. It is the fucking, it, it must be the hardest goddamn thing. There are parents. But he sa- I said, how do you do it, Kevin? Because I get it. You know, I'm asking this question, Sue, so people on my podcast know I get it. He goes, let me tell you something. Being in a relationship, Now, I know there's a different dynamic because there's two adults. But that's not the point here. The point is, he said, being with two relationships people they want to hit each other relationships can become very volatile but when you decide that there is a zero tolerance for hitting in a relationship you'll figure out other ways when it's not like with a a wife or a husband or two men or two women uh, civil people decide if you go I never hit my wife you would never go well you try not to really can you be in a relationship with your wife or two people and never hit each other ever ever not once of course (laughs) of course overwhelmingly most people don't you just apply that to children if you if you Decide that it is it is so bad when you want to do it, and believe me, you will fucking want to. When you don't put it out as an option, you figure out another way. Rip phone books. So I, I... <laughs> become a strong man.
2: Rip so phone what... books
4: in front of them. Keep never breaking eye contact. <laughs> wow. Well, so anyway, that's why no, because yeah. here in every dumb comedian, we need to go back to hitting our kids. Yeah, I know. You know what? Good. Why don't we start Jim? What is Jimmy Dore as a oh, joke? Oh, Jimmy Dore's a great
0: joke. Like, Cuz you know what the prisons are full of? Is kids is people that that weren't hit enough by yeah. their parents.
4: That's the problem. They're filled with kids. <laughs>
3: you know what you know what's weird
0: is that's a, a great
4: joke.
3: I I my parents didn't do corporal punishment at all. So I was never hit growing up. Um and I I would that's the trend. People that were hit want to keep hitting their kids or they decide to break that cycle and mm-hmm. that's it. Um, I would love to see someone just go the other way, no corporal punishment. I'm going to hit my kid, like they like that thought would never happen to any. It's clearly the better way to do things. But well, you're is saying by if not you were hitting. raised
0: with with without it, you would never go back to it. You would never spontaneously create it if it hadn't been done to you, right?
3: Yeah, you'd never yeah. be like, you know what's a good idea? Like it's like you wouldn't invent that. No, like yeah. I think no one part... would invent
4: it. No, and and you know the uh, the thing with. Um, you know the the uh, I forgot what I was gonna say. Nah, Fuck! I forgot what you were gonna say too. Oh, I almost didn't
0: want to say this because it's a huge tangent. But I feel like it's kind of the same thing with circumcision. But that's for, for a different episode, probably. What do you mean?
3: Just that, like, it's it real only quick.
0: done because it's done. Like, it's it's a tradition that is justified after the fact. You know, like it's not a real like. It, well, you know, it, I'm I'm uncut. Right, we've I, talked and about I'm saying that.
3: that. You would never consider doing that to your kid. I'm sure. Of course not. Of um, a male son my daughter I would have So okay. here,
4: here was the last thought and when I say I've been good I mean the last five minutes I got we, we stumbled upon this by accident but fuck, okay. once I talk about it my, you got to talk about it the other side talks about it you got to talk about it when you're the posing view is that um that Again, I forgot. I preface so much that next time I think about I it, I should have even that up at the
3: end of an episode because it's like not a thing, kids. Yeah. I want them to attach more foreskin to my kid. <laughs> I want to say all those other foreskins you cut off. You them oh, I, I got got get it. them in You're here. Human centipede. Of I got go it.
4: Fins. The fake <laughs> argument that people have is that they'll. That, and I call it. They're they're reacting to something you didn't say. They hear that kids don't need discipline. The argument is not that. No one is arguing. Kill it. Let, here's what the argument is from anybody that is non that doesn't believe in spanking both kids need anybody who never spanks their kid is saying this basically kids need a shit ton of love and a shit fucking ton of discipline kids need to be flooded with discipline the discussion is non-physical discipline there's no parent that doesn't believe, that doesn't yeah. hit. kids need to have boundaries. Right, right. And when they're non-physical, don't you think domestic violence would go down? Just on that alone. How can you not? How can anyone out there? And people are going, well, I don't beat my kids. Look, we're not including that. Just spanking what people hold on to. No, no, I would never leave a mark. I would never. <laughs> any hitting. <laughs> any book, hitting yeah. at all. It's it, it just, you know, it's it's just a...
0: Yeah. When you take when you take a step back, it does seem totally logical. Right. But then it's just like so ingrained. People are like no, but they just
4: well, but that type of why stuff you just is pinch
2: your kids. Just pinch them. Well, no, that's that... worse. That type. <laughs> yeah. That type. Someone of...
4: told me their mother did that, and I, as soon as they told what? me, I was like, that would make me want to just fuck. Oh. oh, a pinch on the back of the arm. Get the fuck off of <laughs> you, fucking crusty old fuck, <laughs> pinch you on the back of my arm. Go fuck yourself.
3: Well, that's the thing with spanking is it freaks me out because I, 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 even in a kinky way, like my ex-girlfriend and I, I would give her a time out in the bedroom. Right, yeah. Because I it's, would... Uh,
4: you're a good boyfriend. You're uh, <laughs> Todd. Uh... Oh, yeah, so they can go learn about me <laughs> um, uh, uh, on my podcast, The Todd Glass Show. Yep. Great. Your book? My book, The Todd Glass Situation. Um, and then uh, my shows, the Todd Glass show, the Netflix special coming out in September, called probably um, we're thinking of either preaching to the choir or a passive progressive, which yeah. is a which is a joke I, in my like eyes. Passive progressive, and um, and then uh, and then that's it for now.
2: And then at Todd Glass on on the Twitter.
4: Yes, sometimes so. I don't tweet for a long time, but some nights if I smoke a little pot, I get in the mood, <laughs> and it's nonstop. Um, but
0: uh, Smoke a Little Weed, listen to the Todd Glass Show. It's 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 it, one of the funniest. I'm almost scared,
4: to be honest, when I'm on other podcasts to tell people to listen to it. Because I think you have to listen to three episodes.
0: It's unlike any other podcast. I'll say that. Yeah. It, it's like it's, I'm afraid
4: to listen for 20 minutes. I get it. Like, if someone said I listened for 20, I wouldn't go, what? I go, I get it. But I think if you listen for three episodes, you'll you'll get the groove of it and you'll figure it out. It's silly, but in it the is best silly, way possible. It's, and it's fun and 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 it is pure joy being in there. Just It's yeah. like it's like we're we're being in seventh grade for did, three hours. Did you hours. shoot
0: the the scenes in the special that are at the podcast taping? I hope they were actually in the studio that you always use, were they?
4: We, we haven't shot it yet. Oh, okay, okay. It will be in there, but it won't be. It's just going to be all black behind me. Oh, we're just okay. You're not going to
0: show all the silliness that happens. No, no, in, no. It's just the part
4: the, of the okay. podcast where I'm. Where it's, just it's just me. Dancing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I didn't want to go from stand-up then back to like six people. It would be too confusing. Right. So it's, it's not a fake part of the podcast. It's just the part where it's, it's me. The, yeah, yeah. the first hour is usually just me venting about something. So it'll go cut back and forth. So from pl- please do. For, just look up Todd's stuff. Yes. Look up his stand-up, yeah. read his book. And this was a lot of, this was a lot of fun. Um, it, was the, it, was, uh, it
2: was very enjoyable well, Thank,
3: thank you. you You were great Thanks for
4: coming You are great this. man
2: Thanks so much Listeners You can find links To all the stories That we covered On uh, our website ProbablyScience.com That is where Our donation button is as well
3: What if you just want to Buy some shit on Amazon That's also
2: where The link to that what? is You can find that And the other thing Please do subscribe If you're not already subscribing Find us on iTunes Write some nice things about us Sure Tell your friends uh, and you can email us probablyscience at gmail dot com. You can tweet us at probablyscience. You can find us on Facebook as well at facebook slash probablyscience. Send us questions, comments, clarifications,
4: and stories you'd like us to cover. Todd, you have a final question. Andy Peters wanted me to plug his new record. Uh, 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 exclamation his point. Exclamation mark. Question mark. Exclamation blush and blush the mark. the
0: Exclamation mark question point. I think. Yeah. Is it? I.
2: Exclamation. I mean, but it's mark, just question the symbols, point.
4: right? I want to do it so no, wrong it's, so he No, because It's, hears it's he has reversing the breakup. two. Exclamation uh... point, question mark.
2: No way. Is it exclamation point? Exclamation
0: mark, Muck. question point is, exclamation the, is the joke. Exclamation point, question okay. point. It's called exclamation mark, question point. Yes, I had it. Okay. Yeah. Could okay.
4: you please go tweet at him and say I mentioned it? He won't leave me alone.
3: <laughs> He's a persistent man. Oh, We uh, haven't had him on the show yet.
0: We you need to should. go
4: on he, he is a ball of frenetic fun energy. He's, He's a, awesome. a great maniac. Yeah. Yeah.
3: We, yeah, can we've, I tell you something? Dude, we've known that guy for like a decade. Yeah, but we he ju- I mean, he's a Northwest comic, yeah.
4: He it's- just has a fun... If I was, if I was a director, I'd, I'd figure out a way to use him in a comedy. He, we went, took a road trip. This is real quick. We took a road trip to San Francisco, and literally 20 minutes into the trip, like it happens sometimes, you go, even though it's 20 minutes in, you pull over to get coffee or something. You know, once you get on the highway, you're 20 minutes out of L.A. So he gets out of the car every time we pulled over, and we were 20 minutes out. He goes,
1: San Francisco! <laughs> <laughs>
4: the way I pictured it <laughs> at a gas station and then like I had to pee like an hour after that but we just pulled over on the side of the road and there were all these like wires and just ugly and oh the cows it was right near Kalschwitz like oh, yeah, in that yeah. area it's yeah, yeah. not right in front of him he gets out of the car he goes, San Francisco <laughs> this is exactly the way I pictured it <laughs> anyway don't buy us out <laughs> sick of his shit I'm plugging him does he mention me
0: Bullshit. Oh, uh, listeners! Also, reminder: anybody with animation experience, please hit us up.
2: Oh, oh yeah, and and also, uh, this will go out today. Find me at find. Go to my show at Sketchfest, and also the Will Anderson live podcast recording at Meltdown on Monday. Mm. If you're in LA, oh, is that and the, Toledo as is well the on the crossover?
0: Aren't you on a, an episode? Uh, something that's crossing over between Topop and the Dollop? Oh, isn't there a Dave Anthony?
2: Basically it's it's uh, Will Anderson's 200th episode of TOEFOP. Okay. And it has all of the norm- all of the regular guests. So there's Dave on it, there's me, there's Jen Kirkman, there's Daniel Sloss and uh Gareth great, Reynolds. So that's a great lineup. So it's going to be yeah, it's going to be an immense show and it's free. You just have to reserve a ticket. So find that. <laughs>
0: uh,
3: okay. This, this is how it's going to end. We got to alienate every possible listener. Ap- apologize to our misophonic listeners. Misophonic listeners. listeners.
2: <laughs> Todd Glass thank you so much for joining us guys we'll see you next week and
0: thanks for listening for 150 episodes there's
4: no God